Just like a bird, because he's the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect song for tonight. <laughs> In the homophobic 60s. Let's make Batman's sidekick basically naked from the waist down. <laughs> All the 80s music used the same like set of sounds. Every song, they're like, "Well, should we do the number 20 here?" See where it takes us. Who sings this? Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> really? He's a triple threat. No. There will be a new job. I couldn't, re- <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of the girl in the Dirty Dancing. What's her name? Uh, Olivia? Jane. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Twitter over here. Greetings, everybody. This is the Dragon Sons of Zion, very special edition <laughs> podcast coming to you live from the Den of Evil, right here in the heart of the ISIS organization. We're planning our next tour. I'm just kidding. We're oh, not shit. Really yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm take that back. Yeah. Like, I can't do this anymore. I, just, I imagine like well, I like thought... armed gentlemen uh, in all in black, like rappelling down through your ceiling <laughs> yeah. at this point. I knew watching. I said too much, man. I said mices, not ISIS. I thought mices. you guys wanted to, to join my ninja cult. Just one, one time? No. I'm, I'm in. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got four. All We're all in. All in. I don't know how. You know, how great our ninja skills will be looking around this room. Like, Dustin and I were outside talking. And. Again. Yeah. Again. It's like, as usual. And uh, we were like, we should start this as like a, like a fucking news anchor. Like, intro, like, tonight on the Dragon Cubs of Zion. What's up with Ben Carson's hands, you know? Or something. To that matter that's in the news. I don't actually know what's going on in the news. Also, local but that, authorities. That didn't happen. You've already done your intro. It's mostly Ben Carson's hands, so you're up to speed. His uh, T Rex hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen him. And, and it's, it's his uh, hilarious. And his sleepy eyes. Yeah, he's so dreamy. He does. He, look, he looks like a fucking basset. <laughs> the whole thing's a, a, a circus sideshow. Oh yeah. Just just like the last election cycle. I mean, the, you know what, what was the what was the pizza? The Godfather's pizza guy. Oh, Herman Cain. Herman yeah. Cain. He was Herman leading. Oh, he was yeah. leading the race nine, at about this time nine, nine, four nine. years ago. Yeah, nine nine nine. And then okay, what was her okay, name? Now. Bachman said the nine nine five. You turn that upside down. It's six six six. It's the devil. What? It's the devil in the Did details. Did she really? Yeah, she yeah. said it's the devils in the details. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious! Yeah, it's shit like that that makes me think that the world is not real. 
It makes me think think like this is all like some kind of scripted oh. reality show happening in the front whole, of our eyes. Well, but but here's so here's so of all of I mean I don't even know all of the the runners in the. By the Republican. way, tonight we got Greg Kite. Oh, oh Greg yeah, Kite, yeah. everybody. Greg Kite. Am, I, am I jumping hey. in? Am no. I jumping in too aggressively? We have no flow. This is why we have no listeners. I didn't I didn't know if I was getting some sort of silent. You will only speak when spoken to. This is Greg Kite. Okay, he will be quiet until we address him again. Okay. <laughs> Take it easy, young blood. But who's the, <laughs> who's the most Mitt Romney of the of the group right now? Because that's gonna be the guy. It's gotta uh, be the Bush. Because didn't I, I mean? No, I, it's not Bush. I want to say that back in 2012, I was I, I was kind of going. It's gonna be Mitt Romney because he was always like up. He was always like important. But he never was in the lead. He was always yeah, like in yeah. second place. And it's like you know, you know, it's not going to be Trump. You know, it's not going to be. Uh, brain surgeon, but then it's like, but who? Who's like yeah. the who's like the normal? You know, guy? So, so somebody uh, made this theory to me, and it kind of made sense. He said it's going to be uh, Ted Cruz. Oh God, I hope. See, he, said, he said it's either going to be Ted Cruz or uh, the other guy that's Cuban. I can't remember. His oh, name. Rubio. Rubio. Yeah, Rubio. He's going to be one. You of You know those what? Two. I bet you I can see Rubio. It's, and he said the reason why is because they put their dues in the Democratic Party. He said same reason why he doesn't think. Uh, I, I said, well, I think it's going to be Bernie Sanders who's going to be the next president. He's too popular, and he has the grassroots of the Democrat. Uh-huh. He said, no, he hasn't put his dues into yeah, the Democrat no way. Party. They're not going to no let way. him. Yeah. Well, Rubio. Rubio is a good idea. I think it'd be hard to see people voting for somebody who looks like a fourteen-year-old. That's the only. That's, it's like, please, please lead our country with your prepubescent, non-existent facial hair, Marco Rubio. We believe that once you get an eighth grade, you'll have the requisite skills. And they, they're trying to get that Latino vote, too. I like all the dumb questions. they. I mean, this it doesn't matter if it's the Democratic debate or the Republican debate, but you know, there's definitely a lot more comedic value in the Republican debate. Oh, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, because they're just, all just fucking weirdos. The questions the CNN were asking him is like it's, it was kind of dumb. It's like uh, you filed bankruptcy. Does that make you qualified to be president? Like what a fucking <laughs> dumb question. <laughs> well, because isn't the proper answer yes? It makes me more qualified than anyone who hasn't filed bankruptcy because of the national debt. <laughs> I've been through the process once before. Yeah. I think I can evade some Chinese debt collectors. I had to go through the fucking system. <laughs> I know. I know, uh, to, I know how to look at at a at my uh, uh, caller ID and when and let it go to voicemail when it says Zing Chow Collections. <laughs> <laughs> know who I miss? Who like would always run for president? Fucking John Kerry. Remember that oh guy? Oh my god! <laughs> the la- yeah, the last time he he like, I don't know. He looks like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. So I'm all like, that's who I want. He looked so depressed. In 2004, who was the Democrat that went like, Rah! and then he fucked up his whole and that from just that. Yeah, and that fucked up as a total. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I think it was John Edwards or something. No, no, no. John Edwards was Kerry's running mate, and he was the guy who ended up fucking his. Uh, his campaign oh, no, manager. Dean Edwards is who it was. Yeah. Dean. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Oh, yeah. Howard, Howard, Howard Dean. Dean. Yeah. 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 Jimmy Dean. Wait, was it Jimmy Dean? No, Howard Dean. <laughs> Howard right. Dean. Oh, it's it's damn good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm right. saying. But no, uh, John Kerry, that guy looked, I mean, 
if if he was just a little <laughs> bit more ashen in yeah. his complexion, he would look like Lurch. He would be President <laughs> oh, Lurch. Yeah, what it would be. He was he was Ooh. on the he was on the Colbert on the new Colbert show, and he he fucking shut that show down with his like uh, his 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 Low viral energy. boredom. Yeah. Oh my god, it was like I I was like I don't know if I'm going to watch I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch Colbert ever again. Thanks John Kerry. He reminds me of the guy the Frankenstein from Monsters. Oh wow. yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, the dad. Face. Yeah. yeah. Totally. totally got that going. Well, on. you know, why didn't he Famously. win? He, he reminds of us all of a cherished character from like the right. '60s. Oh, right. I, can't, I can't remember the actor's name. He's in the My Cousin Vinny. He's yeah. the judge. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't accept him as the judge. I was like, why is the dad from Munsters in this show? And where are his neck bolts? That's all I wanted to know the whole time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's good though. He's, yeah, he's, uh, he, was, he was great in that show. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel a little hate coming my way from knocking it. <laughs> so, for uh, Herman please, you feel, please you feel that through the air, me. through the through the Wi-Fi. Yeah. The the hatred is already yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I feel it from this room. From you guys, it's like fuck this guy. He Who's didn't like. Fuck? He didn't like the judge and my cousin Vinny. Podcast over. Next guest. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor in that Should've. movie. Yeah, but great no, film. went to Joe Pesci. Yeah. Well, also honorable mention there. Well, Tomei. Tomei. <laughs> no, Tomei got the award. Tomei got it. I don't care who got Shut the award. Shut the fuck I've up. Never. Yes, you fucking do, you fucking asshole. I've never seen that show. You haven't? It's a no. movie. Oh. I, I watched that movie oh, for. Uh, <laughs> I used. To, I took a class called Film and the Law, and that was one of the <laughs> one of the movies. Did you I watch had. Judge Dredd as well? <laughs> I wish. Did you Did you keep the laptop from Steven Seneger? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is at the U. This is an uh, established yeah. Yeah. <laughs> curriculum. Oh, okay, okay. A more established. <laughs> And you work for you still work for Steven? Uh, I can't I, uh, I, I can't confirm or deny where I work. <laughs> hey, fun fact about cousin Vinny, my cousin Vinny, the judge is the guy who plays the character judge in Pet Cemetery. Mind blown. I, I don't know. What He's the across the street neighbor. Oh yeah, the, I don't think I've ever seen Pet Cemetery. Oh my god! Yeah, when I was like six, yeah. Probably. That's a good good. Uh, okay, yeah. Time. See, fun facts don't work on this podcast either. <laughs> you almost yeah, Dave. This isn't a Christopher James podcast. <laughs> were, you, were you trying to you trying to John Kerry this podcast? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this boredom is getting viral. Hey, it worked for a second. Did you just try to out fun fact John Kerry? <laughs> uh, there's this uh, satire page I subscribe to on Facebook called oh. Barney Sanders. Okay. It's just a satire of Bernie Sanders, and I just grabbed you a bunch of other ones. But this one is one of the best fucking memes because it makes fun of all those quotes that they uh, – on Bernie Sanders. Right. And it says, uh, I will fund free tuition for young people by magically pulling quarters behind the children's ears. <laughs> it will not only pay for education, it will blow their minds. <laughs> that's a pretty good Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. You got a decent Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's very nice. Thank you. 
Your Bernie Sanders is very good. I like your Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that's just my. That's more generic, of a Jewish. That's just my <laughs> generic Jew voice. Spiderman. 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 Your Bernie Sanders. That's the thing there. that Bernie Sanders has against him is like everything he says, he has to yell it and he has to do his finger flick huh. in the air. Uh, anyone who can only get acceptance through talking loud and having big. Bodily gestures as a dick. <laughs> Who's with me? Who? That's, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> the computer is with you. That's <laughs> Siri. Searching for dick. <laughs> Commencing. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, there's movies. no news tonight because I, uh, I look on weird news for Dustin to read. Yeah, I told and you. And there was we nothing time. fucking good. Yeah. There was yeah. absolutely nothing. It was actually almost serious. It's like, well. I want fucking <laughs> weird news. I don't want sad. It's already a sad podcast. As all, all the news are, are sad in general. You never see, like, happy news on the front page. Yeah, we do all the time on the weird news when I have Dustin Oh, well, that's it. not the front page. Yeah, that's yeah. some weird... <laughs> I don't know where you crawl to find that. Uh, just Huffington Post, typically. Uh, that, so, that explains it. Nothing, no new breakthroughs in the world of side boob? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> Check out this titty. <laughs> Yeah, my, Miley Cyrus has been on her titties. Uh, Where are we grabbing lately? them from yeah. tonight <laughs> at tonight at nine? I had this. I have a I have a friend in the accounting world, and she's a she's a consultant to accounting firms. And and one day on on her Facebook post uh, on her Facebook feed, it, it was like so someone sent this to me, and I guess this is a real thing. And it was like an article about underboob, and, mm. <laughs> and it was like I don't want I don't want this woman who's probably older than my mom. Talking about <laughs> boobs at all is a little disturbing. Well, well was it an important, uh, you know, factual and informational no, it was article just, about no, but it, it, you, the you health know. effects, of the side effects of <laughs> underboob, uh, under uh, <laughs> yeah, the radiation from your cell phone selfies apparently <laughs> does not help in the breast cancer uh, area. I know. I'm trying to John carry this too. Let's bring up cancer. That's a shame. <laughs> Hey, uh, apparently uh, having a cell phone in your pocket lowers your sperm count. I think that's real science. So does a vasectomy. Ooh. It's also <laughs> real science. Yeah. Not Mountain Dew, though. I, I don't think the Mountain Dew theory works. What? Mountain Dew's supposed to lower your sperm yeah, count? It, yeah. There's a, really? Like, I would think it'd make your jizz like... <laughs> Really? Yeah, let's go. Extreme, bro. Who's ready? First one to the egg. I'm gonna ride. I'm, the, I'm gonna ride the half pipe cervix. I'm gonna crush that egg against my skull like a can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> On me, sperms. <laughs> on me, sperms. <laughs> Is that the, the the girl drinking it? The eggs like bring it on, motherfucker. They get extra caffeinated. So on me, sperm. <laughs> <laughs> you get an extra jolt of energy and you take down a look. Okay. <laughs> you have an extreme soda with like an extreme you snack say like when corn you take nuts. down a load. Nothing more extreme than corn nuts. <laughs> you get a burst of energy when you take down a load. Well, it's already packed full of protein. You might as well add some caffeine. There's, that there's not that many it. extreme snacks. No. Yeah, there are. What but are you besides talking about? Besides corn nuts. Have you ever tried a Slim Jim? Doritos. That's true. Yeah. That is pretty extreme. <laughs> you can't slam Doritos. Nobody extreme. even knows what's in there. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, yellow oil and uh, orange sauce. 
<laughs> Yellow oil <laughs> and then a, and a and thick worm. outer shell composed of something yeah. that resembles meat. Right. Yeah. A fucking old people's leather. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's something just a little too close to human skin that yeah. contains the goo of the slim. Soil and green is humans. <laughs> <laughs> it's been slim Jim the whole time. If your house mice uh, won't won't take touch that shit, you know, sums up. Yeah. Did you try to feed my Slim Jim? Did you try to I mean, is that what you loaded your, your mousetrap with? Yeah. Was this like uh, your fucking science thesis in like middle school? Messing with Sasquatch. Well, if it works for them, it'll work for these mice. <laughs> they're both mammals, so I figured they're... You snap into a Slim Jim, the trap snapped your neck. <laughs> yeah, who snapped who, bitch? Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, snap. <laughs> I Snapchat that shit, too. Oh, jeez. Recently, I turned my house into a, a killing field for mice, and I called it Mauschwitz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I heard Ilya I talking about that, but I just thought it was his, his accent. He was we, trying to say Auschwitz. We pretty much committed genocide on a whole generation of mice. Uh, Father, yeah, mother, uncle. going to come after you after this. Well, mm, let's not let yeah. the word out. Jeez, well, keep you, it on you for mouse switching, me for my uh, Jewish uh, accent. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to be careful. The Jews are always listening. They're tapped into everything. The NSA, okay. the CIA. So there's a the third <laughs> thing that they're going to contact you for. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Yeah, we, we had all the buzzwords on the fucking <laughs> radar. <laughs> right. Like, right. God, I keep, I'm, I'm losing. I'm not getting a sig on my beeper here. Right. Are you guys, do you guys have headphones? Yeah, I still got signal. Service and shit. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's just our splitter. So. I'll just keep it going. Got, I've only got one bar on my headphone service right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, yeah, I need to get some new... I'm going to buy myself a Christmas present uh, composed of like just good wires and shit to connect all these things good. together. Yeah. Because this, this is bullshit. I'm tired of living down here. I need to... Elevate my game. Yeah, well, our GoFundMe isn't kicking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of optimism, Wait. Jesus <laughs> Christ! On our, our Dragon Cubs the Facebook profile, clearly Alex is not a stand-up comic because that shows the amount of optimism that Dustin and I would or Greg would never have. Wait, like, you have a GoFundMe page? Yeah, he started a podcast. GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucking even listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, like, let alone they're gonna fucking ship it a couple dollars. Me. The twenty-seven like, people are all like, I, I got like ten cents in my <laughs> PayPal account here. Right, I, I think GoFundMe is like is like a free lottery ticket for people. It's like if I start a campaign, someone might give me a million dollars. You won't know unless you try. Let's go. Hey, all um, we need is like five bucks hey, from like a, twenty people. What was that guy that started the egg salad sandwich thing? Like he was going to make the something egg salad sandwich, oh. and then he ended up raising something like he needed twenty bucks. To get all the stuff, and he ended up racing something like half a fucking million. Right. Dollars. Well, see, that's why it's a goddamn lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah. Because you hear stories like that, and then all of a sudden you go, "Oh, Dragon Cubs of Zion will make money." Too yeah. too close. Too if soon. We, if we dedicate our again, podcast, I felt, I felt you guys pulling away from me right then. It's like fuck this guy. Yeah, no, my, no. my self esteem <laughs> won't allow it. I'm sorry, guys. Well, he was gonna give gifts for like donations too, like like. Um, stickers and shit. Yeah, like shout outs and stickers and like t shirts. I'm all like, 
dude, just buy the shit with the money you're gonna spend on the T-shirt. <laughs> like, how much, how much fucking money do we need? Like, <laughs> for, like for a one dollar donation, I'll get you a ten dollar T-shirt. Yeah. That's, a, that's like, a business model. You genius. Can, you can I made with. I made twenty T-shirts, so you know this is this is it. I didn't say what kind of T-shirt. I was just gonna go to Di and maybe just pick up a couple of bargain. Say our name, but it's from us. <laughs> T-shirt. I'll just write uh, Sharpie style, write Dragon Cub design on there, yeah. and then write their Didn't name. We had dedicated that, to this. I mean, this was like when we started this thing, like three or four years ago. But they, we had that one listener in fucking like upstate New York, and he would actually watch the actual video feed. Oh, you guys have a video feed? Going? We did. Oh, we we did. did. No, we stopped doing that. We gotta that get that back just, on, man. It, it, people, you know, it's too much bandwidth. But people right. told me they they missed that. Really? Us, yeah. Uh, we, nobody we, said that. You just made that up to make should, me feel good about myself. Have pictures, you know, like hey, people love to watch. We're not. No, this <laughs> this isn't a professional podcast. Let's just periscope it, you know. Just oh, that's like a great we, idea. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. just set yeah. up a, a phone Hell or yeah. something and just have it plugged in and periscope yeah. in the whole time. Yeah. There you go. It'd be nice to have it plugged into the audio too. I think that'd be great. Then yeah, we set could up get a whole bunch rig. of weird people just yeah yeah watching there us we go. do this. Actually, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea. That I'm is a do good it. idea. Mm-hmm. Somebody write that down. Yeah, uh, so GoFundMe, we're going to need a cell phone. Obviously. And a wireless router. And yeah. <laughs> also some internet well, well, for every $500 you send us, we'll buy ourselves a cell phone. Do you have a. I did not notice that I walked right past the stripper pole. There is a stripper pole in yeah. the studio. That's a, actually a, a dancing a workout. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know it's a stripper pool. <laughs> yeah, has have any women been here to use that ever? Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. at least you know three. I, <laughs> I just that's why I passed them right when I was walking to your front door. <laughs> no, we had a, we had a Halloween party back in the day. Up. So if you notice the indent right there, the, that's where it mm-hmm. used to be at one point. Okay, and uh, back in the day when he used to have parties here, uh, there would actually be women using the stripper pool. Okay. Quite a bit. We stopped ha- having uh, Halloween parties because it got like ridiculous and out of hand. And 200, 250 people show up. Really? Yeah. In this in this casa? Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. It was ridiculous. That is out of hand. We had to shut it down, though, because we had some thugs come over here, and they started some trouble, and then next oh, thing yeah, you know, yeah, know thugs like fighting trouble. people, and yeah. that shit's getting out of hand. Well, it, it really got out of hand. Yeah, one of our friends, he, they uh, took a fu- these thugs took a fucking liquor bottle and smash it over the the back of our friend's head. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's some... So when you say starting some mischief, <laughs> you mean smashing somebody's skull with a bottle. Basically, yeah. It's just, just some shenanigans. And these aren't like the Ja Rule type of thugs, like, you know, every thug needs a lady. <laughs> They're more like, like we're, we're going to smash your shit and uh, hope, pray we don't have guns. Would you do another Ja Rule cover right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where would I be without you? It's like, rah! Is he say something like that or is that somebody else? That's, no, that's somebody else. That's uh, DMX, man. Yeah, okay. He's the one that barks. Oh, oh, oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's still locked up. You is think he? this is a good oh yeah for tax evasion, no right? Game. Invasion, yeah. DM, DMX, yeah, yeah, yeah. tax evasion, yeah, tax evasion. Okay. They're all trying to you know follow West. Did I say invasion? Stuff. Invasion of taxes. <laughs> tax tax invasion. invasion. I'm IRS. I'm in the house. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> our, our CPA over here. Yeah, let's say shut him yeah. down. Yeah, oh. you, and it's uh, 
actually, I listened to your podcast that you did with that other uh, accountant, uh-huh. and I guess he's somewhere in like South Carolina. Yeah, it's somewhere Green, back east. Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, well, I that's just, actually a nice part of South Carolina. It is. It's a real nice part. I just came back from there. I was there last week. All last week is nice. What were you doing there? Uh, he he had himself a, a, a nice little accounting conference. I was down <laughs> there. To do that, we did ourselves a live podcast while I was That's in so cool. Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> did a little stand-up comedy, warmed them up. They had a bourbon-tasting party right before the podcast, so wow. I was other than uh, perfectly sober when I did that <laughs> and uh, crushed it, crushed it with some accountants, doing my doing my Samuel Jackson joke. You know that oh, one? Yes, oh, yes, I did. Yeah, the yeah. one about the uh, which is funny IRC code. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the funny thing is that the, these uh, the guy that I do that podcast with, he and his wife are very they're 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 Christian. They're not they're not like fundamentalists, but they're still very they're like very conservative. Very Christian fundamentalist. So, so when I uh, when I like once a bomb abortion clinic. Like what I was doing. <laughs> what what does what does Uncle Sam's what does Uncle Sam look like? Does he look like a bitch? So they're not fundamentalist enough to be, have a problem with me saying okay. bitch. And I said, uh, well, then why'd you try to fuck him? Like, oh, but I had to go, why'd you try to F him like? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. And Uncle Sam don't like being F'd by anybody except Martha Washington. <laughs> that was, uh, I had to, had to censor myself for... The, uh, you have to be accountable. Christian ears of Greenville, South Carolina. Well, you got to oh, yeah. you got to protect their. Although ears. then, although then, that's the funny thing because on the one hand, these people like I like I basically work for them is uh, okay. for this podcast. So I mean, I, I get they they pay me some scratch to do the stuff I do, write blog posts and do the podcast and things like that with them. But uh, is that it, your going concern? That no, this is Thrival, the Thrival okay. CPA network. Go to thrival.com for more info. Uh, <laughs> Tonight's new, podcast, new, new sponsor, uh, all of the CPAs. But then afterwards, afterwards, some guy came up to me and he was like, he, he was going, man, that one part when you were telling the telling your jokes, I was totally waiting for a double entry joke, and I'm going. What the fuck are you t- <laughs> talking? I didn't even say fuck. This, and is, you're a, like, this is account speak, guys. You're wanting me to do a double entry joke? <laughs> is that like a double penetration? Penetration? No. Yeah, well, that's the that's that, that, that would be the innuendo. The of it. innuendo. Yeah, double double entry accounting refers to the fact that every debit has to have an offsetting credit. Ergo, double entry in your books. But then you can also have. The double, right? Entry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the yeah. old give and take. Yeah, it's one, I, I it's like one of the, that. Yeah, it's one of those things where that. I mean, that's way too blue for any <laughs> licensed CPA to really go there. So everybody knows the joke, but nobody. I uses say, the most joke. most CPAs probably not here, but most CPAs like you go to Chicago or something. Uh, they would fucking dig that joke, probably. A double entry? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of pretension and kind of like we're we're uh, very professional and oh, we do things and I'm I'm a piece of That's... shit and I'm going for my CPA. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll but see how that works good. out for you, I guess. Tonight's podcast brought to you by Stevens Henniger. We got degrees. Of all sorts. You might be a piece of shit, but you can still be a CPA. <laughs> Steven Seneger. <laughs> hey, you not doing anything with your life? How about not do anything with your life and get a degree? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of sociology to go around. 
Uh, no, we don't. Uh, they don't have a social. They degree. don't. They have. It seems like they're very practical with their. That's like, the yeah, lowest. It, thing it, you're getting through. a degree to get a job. Yeah, they they uh, have stuff in uh, graphic arts. They right. have stuff in like nursing. Right, like every degree is like it's there's a, it's a, there's a, a, a one to one correlation between that and a, and it's a, a job. technical college. Like dental hygiene, you become a dental hygienist. If you do their uh, their dog catcher program, you become mayor. How long have you been working there? You didn't tell me they had a dog catcher program. When you say it's a technical college, you mean it's technically a college. Right? I got my, ba- my my master's in dog catching. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Senegar. <laughs> you knew my dream was dog catching. It's you knew the, it. Is that an art or a science? That's a, that's a, that's a master's of science. It's the MSDC. It's applied so. science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got my MSDC. That was brilliant. You guys weren't on board with it, but it's all right. Is that like Microsoft you. certified no, dog catcher or something? Masters of science and yeah. dog catching. Oh. I got it. Thanks. You're I've, welcome. Oh, college. Oh, wow. High five. broed out. You, fuck, you have a bachelor's, don't you? Hell yeah. In what? <laughs> you don't even know what the BA or the BS stands for? It means badass. <laughs> so you got a BA, BAMC? Actually, it's, mine's, a, mine's a BS. Oh, but you're you're a you're a you're a software guy, so you gotta yeah. have yeah yeah. You can't do yeah. that. Yeah, it's, you can't, well, you can't, you can't drop out of college and, and make works. any money in in software like Bill Gates. <laughs> no, you, you pretty much can. It's, it's all like whatever you learn online. Right. You can learn anything online. Yeah, they got Especially that. Especially uh, software. I, I did some. Um, I went to Salt Lake Community College to do an advanced Excel course before I got certified in the Excel. And uh, they had this little poster on there. It's like learn to code dot gov. Like that's really? a, yeah. Wow. Like I guess this the Obama administration's been pushing people to learn how to do coding. Makes sense. Which that's Why like not? one of the only practical things I've ever seen a, a White House cabinet ever do. Right. Mm. Actually, encourage people to do shit that's productive. Hillary twenty sixteen. What's a pivot table? <laughs> What's a pivot table? Can you tell me that? Yeah, a pivot table is That's where where we take this table and turn it ninety degrees. <laughs> That's, there's some accountants listening that think that's fucking hilarious. I don't doubt that. I'm don't about, doubt it. I'll do. A I almost answered that question up, right? seriously. I almost did it. I honestly don't know what one is. <laughs> You've never used a pivot table. I've never used a pivot table. Yeah, it's just I a way to sell every goddamn. It's day. just a way of sorting your data. That's what I thought. Like you can look at mm-hmm. it different ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, it just it just filters. It makes it more easy. And there's a cool thing. It's makes called it a, more easy. Yeah. yeah. More more easier. Right. Easier. And then you have a splicer, <laughs> which okay. is which is badass. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The data splicer. Fuck yeah. You got some data. You got some like data. Splice this goddamn splice data. This shit. <laughs> <laughs> Splice no the shit out yeah, of this data. Doesn't no one can see you making the jerk off? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's more of an audio. Alex thought he got it. He loved it, okay? <laughs> I gave that a thumbs up. <laughs> I didn't want to address it on the podcast. Okay. Why we're, we're talking about like bachelor's degree and just degrees in general. Like There is almost a direct correlation between a bachelor's of art and a bachelor's of science of actually making money and still living or still living at your parents when right. you graduate. Oh, I, have, I, have a, I went to school. I went to college for 10 years. Jesus. Because I'm an idiot. First time through five years, I got a I got a math degree, which seems very impressive. 
until you realized that it was a BA in math, which is like, how do you, what, did you paint pictures of numbers? Is that how you get a BA in math? Painted a lot of triangles, right angles. What, like, can't you get a, like, a master's in math and actually work for, and and make a lot of money? Oh, my God. So, so I was in, I was in, my first time when I was getting my math degree, so I graduated high school in 1990, so it took me 90 to 95 to get my bachelor's of arts in math. Because I'm a go-getter. And, <laughs> and in that time, and that's right when, like, Wall Street, like, all this, like, quants on Wall Street, like, these, like, Wall Street started hiring mathematicians to figure out how to game the, the, the stock market. And, like, if I had only known that and realized that millions and millions of dollars could be mine if I just... If, if I was like, oh, the only thing you can do with a math degree is teach junior high. That was my <laughs> mindset. It's like, no, you could you – Merrill Lynch will hire you and pay you millions of dollars no to, uh, to make uh, – yeah. With just yeah. a bachelor's. With a ba- – probably a BS, probably not a bachelor's of arts. Well, yeah. But yeah. Wait, how can you get a bachelor's of arts in math uh, that, and get a bachelor's of science a, in math? It, that's, that's almost a weird. fantastic question. I don't know how you get a – It's it just so, a typo. I think it – I don't even – if I don't even put BS or BA on my resume, I just put bachelor's. Yeah. Oh, man, I BS all my resumes. I didn't even know I had graduated with a bachelor's of science until like three years later. I just yeah. called it a bachelor's. Yeah. Now they have like these machines nowadays that are just like algorithms running and finding patterns in the way that stocks are either oh, going yeah, up yeah. or down, and they buy and sell based on a bunch of pre-computated uh, mm-hmm. you know, algorithms. But and there's some human that had to come up with those algorithms. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. So that's where the guys are making the millions and millions But then of it gets kind of weird because now that all these computers are competing with each other, the stock market's dependent upon the decisions right. made on these computers. Right. And then computers Did are deciding based upon that. And so they're kind of deciding the fate of our stock market themselves. Did you hear about the – like it was a few years ago. They had something – I think they called it the flash crash where like in a matter of minutes the – the uh, Dow Jones lost like like 500 or 700 points, and then within a few more minutes, it all came back because it was just compute something ha- something happened in because like these computers they're using all sorts of like uh, you know they're, they're like scanning headlines for yeah, keywords yeah. and things like this. So there must have just been the right mix of nonsense that a robot couldn't figure out was nothing and they were all like we must sell all of our stock in apple and google right now let it begin and all of a sudden everything went to shit and then within a few minutes they go oh oh hold on uh we re rebooting rebooting (laughs) (laughs) and the little the little uh pinwheel Went on for about four minutes, and then they're like, "Oh right, let's buy that Apple and Google stock back." So most, but the funny thing was, it was so fast that humans, like what you should have done, if you didn't think that the world was just going to hell in a handbasket, is come in right at, right when it hit the low, and you could go, "Oh, these all look like a bargain. I think I'll make millions of dollars today and put, you know, go all in on this flash crash." And five minutes later, you're a bazillionaire. But no, but like you're saying, humans can't compete. With the with the computers, so it had corrected itself Sounds before like anybody a challenge. Could really make a 
money. One you're not going to take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's be not. honest. Well, the problem is it takes three business days to transfer funds into your account, and right. then you could actually make a purchase. Right. Plus, yeah. when all you have is, uh, you know, $14, <laughs> you can triple your money. And you can get I was, a quarter. I was a uh, fucking idiot. I didn't set up my stock. I didn't set up an account in time, but I was going to buy uh, Alibaba. Oh, yeah? And I would have, if I would have put $1,500 in one day, I would have almost about tripled my money. Yeah, nice. I just buy it at the beginning of the day, sell it at the end. Would have just tripled my money right then yeah, and there. Nice. But mm. it's, like just, nice. it's always those things like hindsight 2020, but like I was going to set it up, but just laziness. Yeah. There's a there's a uh, company called Couchtard. Couchtard. Couchtard that I, I, uh, that I found out. I actually use it in my uh, routine. About couch tard because uh, it's a have you, have you, it's it's a French Canadian convenience store conglomerate called Couch Tard, but it's French Canadian, so really it's it's a couche or something. I don't know how you don't speak French, so something like uh, that. So it's not really couch. couch so it's not really Couch Tard. <laughs> but if you're if you speak English, if you're like an American and you read, it's like going, this company is called Couch Tard. Why is the deal with Couch Tard? And and it's hilarious because it is it is it's a it's a convenience store. A conglomerate. So it's like it's like some maybe I think it was just like a coincidence, but but like there's part of me that really hopes that somebody was like, hey, we're starting a convenience store chain. Let's call it Couch Tard because we should name it after our key demographic, really. Because because what what Couch Tard can't use a big gulp and a bag of Oreos? Am I right? <laughs> oh, so it's, it's kind of like your Menard. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like Menards. Yeah, it's like my Menard joke. Uh, so they, uh, but anyways, when I first started doing that joke, they were trading at like 15 bucks a share mm-hmm. and I kept going, I should just be, you know, I should, I should really go all in with my, with this joke and buy some shares of, of couch tar. <laughs> uh, but it's, but it's only on, it's not like on Canadian exchanges or something. It's not on, it's not on like the U S exchanges. So like, I can't find anybody who can buy some for me. And if I had bought some, it's the same kind of thing. If I bought that and held it just for the sake of the joke, like I think it's tripled in value since no I shit. started doing that joke. Yeah, couch tarts yeah, worth money. It's, yeah, it's like the opposite of Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, is, is, is Whole Foods in the toilet? Are they? No, uh, I'm, I'm saying well, like their selection of uh, goods. Uh, is, uh, oh, yeah. oh, you mean their like business model is yeah. the opposite? Yeah, they have yeah like they're, stuff, they're, not their financial performance. Yeah, not, yeah. I think, I think they've taken a dip lately, haven't they? I've, yeah, they have. I can't believe how it'd be sustainable. Everybody called it the whole whole. They call wallet, it a whole, whole whole paycheck. Whole, whole paycheck. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Right. Do you guys remember there was that whole controversy of them with the asparagus water? Do you guys do you yeah. guys hear about that? They were like like people got pissed at Whole Foods because they were selling asparagus water which was like a you know a a, a, a jar a glass jar of water with like three sprigs of asparagus <laughs> and they were selling it for $8 and people got pissed off at Whole Foods for this and it's like why are you pissed off that they're selling something at Whole Foods that you don't want. Every company is selling shit that you don't want. And the best way to express your rage is by not buying that shit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. Didn't even make my pee smell weird. <laughs> That's like what they're upset about. I don't, well, I don't, you have to think about the demographic that shops but, at Whole Foods. They fucking will complain about 
anything. I guess so. I guess so because I mean, I, anything's offensive to them. You know what? Like uh, you know, Mountain Dew Code Red. I'm never gonna buy that, but I don't send. Uh, I don't send complaint letters to Couch Tard to tell him to stop uh, using it do, again. This shit's making my sperm all crazy. Hey, whoa, well, you don't. That's you because don't not the code red, man. Uh, that's because you're not a fucking trust trust fund asshole. That's right, why. Uh, well, that's because you. you can see through logic. They can't do that. Yeah, nobody's yeah. gonna be all like Doritos mystery bag tastes like normal Doritos. We're <laughs> upset about that. No, they're too high to tell that they taste like normal fucking Doritos. <laughs> I am incensed that my store would carry this product. Yeah. Wait, did they ever come out and say what the flavor w- really was? I don't know, man. It tastes it's like a mystery thing. Doritos. Yeah, they yeah. put out a oh, that's right, like in the silver bag or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I we went camping with one of those shits. I remember that fondly. Yeah, I got talking. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I just like how when the, just referring to anything is like I brought one of them shits with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got tons of those shits. <laughs> yeah. I only say that when I bring like my nephews camping. Yeah, we brought one of those shits with us. Are you guys are you guys big campers? You camp a lot? No, I don't. Do you, camp. Alex, I used, to, used to do a lot more in the summertime. Do you, do you yeah. can, are you no, camp? I, I, Dustin and I are like house cats, basically. Yeah, I can't. They're couch tards. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking close to the oh, truth. Yeah, I did. I did when I when I lived in uh, Western Washington. I did a fair amount of the backpacking and the hiking. And stuff like that, and then eventually I was like, "Why? Why am I doing? What? What's the? What's the allure of like intentionally making life much, much harder for yourself?" It's, Again, well, just it's because you're okay. You're going out there with no, your you're buddies. Right. You're having a hard time because it's raining on you. It's cold and miserable and uh, fucking wet and all right, this shit. Right. But then you get you, you get drunk. You have a good time, and then when you get back home and you're all warm and cozy, you remember reminisce you remember, fondly right. upon yeah, it's the bullshit like, you went through together true. as a yeah. It's kind of like going to a theme park, but the theme park is what is it like to be homeless for a right. weekend? <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Well, I think it must just be that you like you have there's a lot to do when you're camping because you don't have a toilet uh, or a stove. And so I think that's kind of it. It's like here's a way to make myself have things to do for for a week. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, I have an army of robots at home that would do these for me. <laughs> and you forget that, and you go, "This is just living like the way God intended with a white gas stove." It's true. Like I don't know. My favorite part about camping is like like he said, just settling down somewhere, putting up the tent, just like having a fire, you know, enjoying it out there, than drinking. To oblivion, you know. And I think it's yeah, but you do that every weekend without going outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, exactly, because then you can realize, wait, I don't have to drive anywhere nor set up a tent. I can do all of that right here. Oh, yeah, you have the game show network and a fucking roof over your head with some heat. Wheel. Oh, yeah. oh what's your uh, what's your uh, what's your liquor of what's your alcohol of choice? What's your uh, whiskey? Whiskey. Rye George whiskey. fucking dickle. George fucking Dickel. George Dickel. George yeah. Dickel. Is that a type of whiskey? That is a. Yeah. I've never heard of George Dickel. It, it's it's newer. So you mm. put some Dickel in your mouth and oh yeah, <laughs> swallow what he gives you, huh? 
Yeah, um, <laughs> was way dirtier. That than or I ever like am. High West. High West <laughs> oh, is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. Gotcha. Cool. What about you, Alex? You. Uh, my favorite is uh, I like a. I'm a connoisseur of a little bit of everything. I like some wine on a weekdays. Oh, yeah. I like tequila on weekends. Huh. And then what, when I'm feeling what? frisky, I get some whiskey. Some whiskey. What uh? What do you have a? Is there a type of uh tequila that's? Oh yeah, Don Julio and Yeho, the okay. best show on the planet. Really, Don Julio and. Yeho? And Yeho. And Yeho. Is that all yeah. one? Is that the one? Is that just one brand or is that two different brands? No, and Yeho is a type of. It's a type of tequila. It's the darker kind. It's I'm like from a Provo, brown. so I don't know anything mm, about yeah. it. It's like a brown. It's, it's unfiltered. I've never heard of Dickel. I've never heard of On Yeho. <laughs> what about you? What do you drink? I, I don't drink a ton, but if I was going to say I'm a, I'm a fucking uh, expert on. Types of Mike's Heart Lemonade. Uh. <laughs> so when you wait, so you Very posted same. something today about. Like, uh, I was I was bring... actually gonna go get some of those B and J's malt liquors, but I fucking forgot to. Oh, I was yeah. just gonna pass the rose like, let's get fucked up and do a podcast <laughs> on fucking malt wine okay. coolers. So that's hilarious. Okay, so once I became an account, like it wasn't just becoming an account because I used to be a junior high math teacher. Uh, then, then I became an accountant, and then I started going to to conferences like around the country, and I realized I found out that accountants are all like closeted alcoholics. Oh yeah, and when they get together, they drink a ton. I've never been a big drinker like my whole life, but then I'm like, I got to figure out how to drink so that I can so I can uh, <laughs> you know fit in with my new nerdy friends. Did you grow and up not drinking? I grew up not drinking. It just wasn't <laughs> a thing in our in our family. And then I okay. and I went through a, a, a rather uh, zealous. Uh, uh, evangelical Christian phase where, and again, like with my brand of Christianity, they weren't like against booze, but I was, but they were against being drunk. And I was like, why spend a lot of time? Like uh, his roommate was complaining about Mormons, Uh but there is nothing more annoying. I'll say I'll fucking one up that there's nothing more annoying than a born again Christian. Okay. If they're, if they're trying to, con- yeah, bo- I mean, because well, they're trying to convert you hardcore. Well, they're, they're also trying to they convert also themselves. Christian rock bands too, and okay. there's nothing worse than a Christian rock. Band. I disagree. I listened to a lot of Christian rock, and I liked it. <laughs> Alter Bridge. Do you back still? In the but day? you still listen to it? <laughs> I, some of it, yeah. Creed. Some of it, I still. Pod. Do. Pod. Oh, I yeah, did. P.O.D. That's the, the shit yeah. right there. I listened to some P.O.D. Uh, what was it? Well, Jar, well, here's the thing. Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay was a Christian band. Oh, really? I still listen to some Jars of Clay. As a matter of fact, just listened to it the other day. And then and then if you want to listen to a song that's just going to make you cry, like they, there's some Christian artists that have these things like, my daughter's grown up and she's marrying someone, and it just makes me weep like a baby. Because I have children and all of you. Well, but that's not, that has nothing to do with Christianity. That's like a, that's like everybody can right, relate right. to that. But, but yeah, you, you know could be Muslim. But Jay Z is not coming out with a "My daughter just got married" and it's super sentimental. It's actually on his next blueprint. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of Blue Ivy? I have heard of Blue Ivy. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's his daughter. <laughs> Blue Ivy, my daughter. Fire <laughs> daughter. Bring a better. Bring a recorder. <laughs> Good thing I didn't abort her. <laughs> While I'm crossing the border. Stop, stop. I'm, I'm tearing up. <laughs> I was about to say, because I've listened to your podcast, and I've listened to the one you were on Andy Gold, and because I've always, uh, ever since I met you, I've always been a big fan of your comedy. Yeah. One, because I, number one, I've, especially of your kind of accounting jokes, like, I enjoy them, because you've taken a subject that's so seemingly dry for most people, uh-huh. and I don't even really fucking talk about accounting outside of work. Right. Um. 
Or I just don't even talk about work in general outside of work. But <laughs> right. it's uh, and that's a good thing. Yes. But yeah. it's um, but you've taken such as something so seemingly dry, it made it very interesting, and th- still throw in those <coughs> what I'd say kind of buzzwords for accountants that would uh, get it, right. but make it palatable for everybody else. And right. that's amazing what you've done with it. So that's oh. why I've always been a big fan. But your your life is almost kind of very much mirrored mine, except for the whole. Uh, born again Christian thing, yeah. but beside that point, uh, and kids, yeah, family, you became marriage. a teacher, a teacher, and then you got your CPA. I'm working on my CPA. Right, right. Uh, we're basically the same people. Yeah, we are. We're the same person. <laughs> yeah, so. I can't. I can tell the. the you you, you <laughs> like, we both have glasses. You like yeah. really pussy brands of alcohol. I like really pussy. Uh, I, I once. I was seriously in my in my in my uh, quest. For a a alcoholic beverage that I felt was both palatable and manly enough to not be mocked, this was it was a long journey. <laughs> and at one point, so they had uh, Provo has had a couple of uh, a gay pride parades, yes. and um and our fr- Dave Pate, do you guys remember? Yeah, Dave I know Pate? Dave Pate. Yeah. He, he was he was like helping coordinate some fundraisers for the for the Provo Pride, and I and I did some stand up for him. For all for for that, and I was invited to this after party where they had like drag shows, and this is in this is like you know five minutes from my home in <laughs> in incredibly conservative. Promo. Sure, they've got this drag show going on. I'm going. I'm gonna I'm gonna go check this out and see what it is. So you get in there, and the place is packed. Somehow it's packed down there for this drag show. And by the way, I did not realize before that time that every uh, drag show performer is like a giant dude. It's not like it's, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not a normal size dude. Doesn't it's look not, even, it's not the size of Alex. It's, it's not. It's, yeah. well, it's not. It's not the size of any of us. It's like all these guys are like six foot eight, yeah. and they're not. And they're not like obese, <laughs> but they're but they're they're thick. Okay, they're uh, <laughs> thick dudes. These thick. Tall they're all dudes. Greg Oster tags. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So I go in there. It's packed out, and I ask, and I find Dave, and I'm like, "Where do you, you know?" I felt like a, like in those settings, I feel like I have to buy a drink. It's like it's like paying rent. It's like I belong. I'm not just here to mooch this free Greg Oster tag <laughs> sings Diana Ross show. I'm actually a, a, a contributing member of this community. So I'm like, "Where do you get a drink?" And he's like, he's like, "Well, you surely should. If you want to get something, go up to the Cowboy Bar, which was, and it's like they've got a Cowboy Bar." In the same building as they're having a drag show, this is going to go poorly at some point. Where you really need to go to the cowboy yeah. bar. So, so I want to, yeah, because it's either yeah. it's either flaming cowboys or somebody's gonna get, uh, you know, somebody's Somebody, gonna somebody's commit gonna a hate wear, crime. Yeah. There's gonna be assless chaps yeah, right. at some point. So I go up to the cowboy bar and I'm like, oh, and, and like, and I do, I drink a lot of uh, of, of soda. And if I don't get enough, if I don't get enough uh, soda, I get because the caffeine, I get caffeine headaches, Headache, and I yeah. would worry that I didn't have enough that day. So I'm going. I know what I'll do. I've I've heard that uh, uh, vodka and Red Bull mm. is something that you can do. So I go to the <laughs> you, cowboy you can bar do that, and I ordered myself a vodka and Red Bull, and it came in like a pink cup. With like a glow in the dark. This is not part of the gay show. It came in a pink cup and a glow in the dark green straw or something like that. And the same night, there happened to be some roller derby teams that were in the bar after one of their Jesus, this competitions. Is like the, this is the perfect so, storm. So I'm so I'm at the cowboy <laughs> bar 
ordering what turns out to be possibly the gayest drink <laughs> I could order, right next to a roller derby girl who's like, "What's that that you ordered?" And I and I said, "It's a vodka and Red Bull." And she's like, "Can I have a sip?" And I go, "Okay." And she takes a sip and goes, "That's kind of girly, isn't it?" I go, "God damn it! I can't get the, <laughs> I can't catch a break. I can't find a so now uh, I just I I Southern Comfort." I've oh, decided yeah. so cool. is palatable and people mm. won't uh, judge you for it. No, going yeah. back, I actually hate Mike's hard lemonade. I think it tastes like shit. He mm-hmm. switched to Red's Apple. Uh, I, I did. Oh, I, I fucking hate that. He's, awful. he's a Zima no, I, I man. Was actually, but, I actually, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Zima anymore. man, but they stopped making it. Yeah, <laughs> I was a connoisseur of Zima. Right. Uh, no, I, I've been getting a lot into wine. Have you? The older the age go. And I watched this documentary called Somme, S-O-M-M-E. Okay. It's about sommier, sommiers, and what they do, they're basically – Almost think if you're a master sommelier, it's mm. a very difficult certification to get. It's the most pretentious bullshit you oh, will right. ever see in your Those life. Those are the guys who like pair wines with food. Yes, right? but these guys are so fucking good. They can just like they can tilt the glass, see the color, right. sniff, take a drink. Not only do they can tell you the fucking region of the world where it's from, uh-huh. the type of wine number one, the region it's from, but what fucking winery it's from. Fuck mm. those guys. Damn. Fuck those guys. That sounds like an expensive hobby. No, I don't know how much, like, you. they're studying full time to become a sommelier. They're not even fucking working. Why they're, they're studying for an entire year without it's working. Somali, they're, they're, Somali like, is, they're like wine bloodhounds. Like. <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh, Somali, they're, they're, Trump? Yeah, all that a sommelier is, is it's a gap sommelier? in Sommelier? Sommelier. Sommelier. Whatever. Whatever. I thought, no, okay. How do you say it? Sommelier? Sommelier. Sommelier. And I could be fucking they're, up the they're, they're, It's a gap employee who's trying to upsell you when you buy your jeans. <laughs> That's yeah. all they are. Okay, except except instead of instead of trying to upsell you to a thirty dollars sweater, they're trying to upsell you to a three hundred dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, and that's that's what they do. So somebody pays them for that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they these guys make uh, a lot. If you become a master uh, sommelier, you can go sommelier. on to become uh, like you followed the documentary. Followed like a group of like four people, and uh, one of them became like an ambassador for some French winemaker, and just. Goes around the world. You got like a sponsor. Wow. Like like a skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, not even dead no, serious. I'm it's sure. like that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they become kind of like a spokesperson yeah. and they become an ambassador mm-hmm. for like these uh, these type of sparkling wines and wine yeah. companies. And um, or they'll go and become. And they they say that Asami nowadays with uh, the way food's gone and how advanced cooking's become, that they consider themselves almost as important as executive chefs. Within uh, very fine dining, yeah. that you have to know what kind of wine to pair right. with a dish. Right, which which is which is actually a thing. I, ha- I again at one of these accounting conferences, I went to this. They had some ridiculous, uh, ridiculously expensive dinner that I I ended up going to because I was like one of two people at this conference who wasn't going to go to this dinner because uh, I was a cheap son of a bitch. And uh, and it was in, it was in Napa. It was in it was at a uh, at a winery, and it was in like the dinner was in the like you, like you got a tour of the winery. Yeah. We got some wine tasting while we took the tour, and then the dinner was in the wine cave. And oh and it was god, this, I already hate these guys. It, it was it was a fantastic dinner, and like I'm not a wine guy, but I was like, oh, 
I actually get it that these wines taste good with this food. Yes, mm-hmm. and it, it is it is a real thing. Very much, much as I like, don't you know, want to admit it. Like there's like whole beer pairing with um, certain dishes that taste. Cheese. You know. I took a beer and cheese pairing course from did you, did you uh, Tony Caputo's deli. Oh yeah, I was gonna go do that, but then pretty, I didn't. It's pretty fun because I'm not an asshole. I, I took the the Guy Fieri um, <laughs> light beer and meatball challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the thirty okay, bomb. Corru- Wait a second. Coronas, they go great with chili. So how do you say that word again? A sommelier. Okay, hold on. S-O-M-M-E? I could be fucked. Sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah. I guess that's wrong. So fuck you. Thank you. Sommelier. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. Somalia. Yeah, there we, there we go. go. All right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Greg, fuck you. It's not some person from Somalia. That's what you call a Somalia. <laughs> I'm talking a Somalia, which is a wine guy. It's a Somalia. Yeah, no, fuck, yeah, cut him fuck down. Fuck you, dictionary.com. That's right. Thank you, dictionary.com. <laughs> oh, uh, sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Get him, sommelier. Attack. I choose you. You have got a sommelier. A wild sommelier appears. Literally made it French steward. Ooh. This, this all makes me thirsty for some wow, wine. Just, it just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> French steward. <clears throat> So, um, well, that put a fucking halt to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Screechy. Yeah, yeah. You guys excited about uh, becoming new, a sommelier? Yes, I am. The new, uh, what's it called? Uh, Egyptian Gods movie? What? Gods no, of what Egypt? Is that? It's called Gods of Egypt. It looks terrible. Uh, Sounds like the, it. The dude, uh, the dude for three, from Three Hundreds in it. Nice. Uh, the guy with the beard. Okay. And then Phantom, uh, the the fam of the opera. Yep. Gerard that, Butler. Gerard, Gerard motherfucking Butler. Butler. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you pronounce Samia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's French for. Uh, you know, no, it's, it's the most it's the most pretentious bullshit of all time. Going back to that topic, but. God. Motherfucker. <laughs> but but uh, gods of Egypt. That's that's. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, the trailer came out today, and it looked like horrendous. <laughs> Did anybody watch like that Exodus movie where um, Christian Bale was Moses? No. Yeah. No. I did not. It was pretty bad. It looked terrific. It looked fucking I, horrible, man. I can't. No, like graphics wise, it, it looks amazing. Oh, like, okay. the visual yeah. effects are stunning. It looks like Egypt, like fucking amazing. Did you the watch? Gordon did you Weaver? watch it? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> okay. I, I can't. I can't handle those movies that are like that are like a, a, a somehow Bible Jewish? based. Yeah. No. Jewish. Like there's that no, there was the Noah movie that came out a while ago. Do you remember that Noah yeah, movie with Russell Crowe? With Russell Crowe, yeah, ridiculous. Did you see it? No. Yeah. It was oh my god, it was made me. It's like where did you? Where, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna just make up some weird shit and say that it was in the Bible? Oh, the Bible. <laughs> well, they, they had an artistic license there. <laughs> I, I prefer the Living Scriptures. Mormon movie. <laughs> it's so fucking good, dude. Did yeah. anybody watch those? There's no, no stories of the Quran. You don't see any Quran movies because yeah. they're extremists or fucking serious. Right. <laughs> well, plus you can't. No, I should uh, say they're activists. Well, it'd be like. Plus who's going to play Muhammad? Wouldn't it? Well, see, I think it'd have to be like <laughs> old. <Russell> like. <laughs> 
But in in like old like you guys have seen old movies where they they like had the president in the movie, but they wouldn't show like you'd always see like like the guy from the back. Do you guys have any idea what I'm like talking? Like if it was an actual president, like it like in the 50s and 60s for some reason. I don't know if it was just. The way they did it, or if there was some sort of law that was like you can't depict the president in a movie, but they would never have an actor who played the president. They would just have they'd like, oh, Mr. President, you just see the guy from the back. So they basically no. made him George Steinbrenner in Seinfeld. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was exactly it for all the presidents. So I think that's what you'd have to do with Muhammad. Just have a guy, but you could only show, show. You can only see a or just be, or he'd always be off screen as go. So Muhammad, what do you think we should do? Yeah, you know, somebody's telling me. I and think, then, I and think then, because, my history teacher, he was telling me um, there was a movie kind of a, that had Muhammad in it, but they never actually showed him right. Muhammad. Right. Well, see, maybe it's like Muhammad would be like the teacher in the Peanuts movie where. <laughs> Always off screen, and his, the voice is just going, wah, 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 wah. Oh, yes, we will go to Medina. I know a good person to play Muhammad. Will fucking Smith. <laughs> Why do you figure? Because he, could... he already played one Muhammad. Ah. <laughs> he might as well go all the way. And he's oh, kind of light. He was like a light skin kind of, I don't know. I think he'd be a good role <laughs> for him. And plus, nobody hates Will Smith. No. Right, right. Yeah, the, the Muslim extremists would go, we will kill you for your <laughs> depiction of Muhammad, except it's Will Smith. Everybody he, likes him. He, fucking, well, he saved cool. the world from I, aliens. I, lo- I love fr- pr- Fresh Prince of Bella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, 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 we, would, do. we would kill you, but we love you. <laughs> uh, if they shit. just make a movie, uh, they should, I think they should do it just to like say, all right, here's the movie. Who's going to do something? And we're going to put you in jail. And, and everybody like you. Kind of like they did with that one movie that everybody got upset about during the whole uh, Hillary Clinton thing. What? Was that? what? Oh, D- Zero Dark Thirty? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that was about the, the killing of Osama well, Laden. They're coming out with that, uh, the Benghazi Yeah, movie. the Benghazi. That's, That's not out yet. Out. Yeah, That's yeah. not out yet, but it's coming out just in time for election season. But they don't have Muhammad in that movie. If they could do, figure do they a way, need, if they do a flashback do sequence, they need Muhammad. Right. Yes. Yes. They're gonna have Just a short cartoon together. at the beginning. Well, I'm sure there's an actor in their name. Why Muhammad. wasn't it Muhammad an American sniper? Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the South Park did it good. They like put Muhammad in a bear costume. Oh yeah, he's wearing like a whole bear outfit the whole time, and then. He All I a, could picture when you said that was Raccoon Mario. <laughs> so wait, so they made, so they made, they made Muhammad a furry, and that's yeah. how they get out of trouble. <laughs> yep. No, wow. they, they got, wow. they got fucking well, they death threats for it. Oh, I'm sure yeah. they did. I'm sure they. I'm yeah. I just saw a comedian, local, uh, not local comedians, traveling comedians from Seattle, uh, Derek Sheen. He came here the other night. Fucking brilliant comic, mm-hmm. and he talks about that like he, he he talks about you know bashing stuff on the bible and the stories in the bible and he said uh you know when he did some when he's doing a tour in the southeast so like won't you talk about the quran you fucking pussy or something like that mm. he says like because your extremists are lazy <laughs> the, the uh, fucking extremists in islam very proactive right yeah. right uh, that's terrible somebody should mm-hmm. tell him to chill the fuck out <laughs> yeah yeah Damn racist southerners. Yeah. If we just bomb them with a bunch of, uh, like, r- crates of psychedelic mushrooms 
I think I think it'll <laughs> kind of calm calm them down. I like all the I like how your solution always has to do with some sort of right, hallucinogenic. Yeah. <laughs> it's the answer to everything. That and Falconer, well, I think uh, Joe Pal. He uh, all the solutions to have Joe to do Powell. something with right. hallucinogenics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If we just cram drugs down their throat, you know, <laughs> those extremists won't see their god or anything and want to kill more. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> like God. <laughs> right. That's like all they think about. It's not gonna change anything. <laughs> Nah, we should we should we should do it anyway. Just <laughs> in the name of science, I think it's worth worth a, sh- worth a shot. Jeez, it's Jesus. probably cheaper than you know buying bombs and all that shit. I mean, you could grow mushrooms. You can't grow bullets. Not in the <laughs> desert. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why they're all so. You can't crazy. run the equator without the desert. Nothing. That's why they're all so crazy because mushrooms don't grow there naturally. <laughs> I think we have a theory here. I think we have a working theory. You can't grow bullets. (laughs) I want that on, like, you know, a meme. Like, you can grow mushrooms. You can't grow bullets. You could put that on, like, uh, the catchphrase for whoever the front runner is for the the Green Party. You can't grow bullets. Yeah, you can't grow bullets. Is there still a Green Party? Yeah, there's still a Green Party. Who's the guy? Who's the Green Party guy? Mm, Last last for the last four years, it was Cynthia McKinney, who used to be a Democrat out of Georgia. But before that, there was some dude who actually stole some of the vote one year. Wasn't he, um, he? Didn't he fuck Gore? Wasn't that the guy Ross who... Ross Perot? Was that him? No, 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 no. Nah, no. He, did not, he didn't have enough to actually fuck him. Um, it was... Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like that, right? Um, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a Ross Perot situation right. by any means. Um, Jesus. Yeah, he's, oh, the, Jesus. he's, the, he's the consumer oh, advocate guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My green something. Who the fuck was that guy? Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah, it was Larry Johnson. John fucking Kerry. No. <laughs> it's one of those names when we hear it, it's like, oh, no kidding. Nader. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph Nader. Ralph oh, Nader. Yeah. Jesus, I, I blows my mind. I couldn't think of that. Shit. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that was in 2000. That was, he, he blew it for Gore. Kind of, but not. He, it was so close. He blew it for Gore. Because, you know, anybody, if he wasn't in the race then people who voted for Nader would have voted for Gore, and hanging chads wouldn't have been a big deal, and Gore would have won. And uh, then it, we'd still be bitching about something. Right. <laughs> yeah, we would, would be bitching about whatever Republican or whatever Democrat, yeah. for sure. No, it's uh, – but the one that really stole was Pro. Like, mm-hmm. he really fucked the – Oh, yeah. Bush. Well, that's how – yeah, that's how uh, Clinton got into power was because mm, Perot took – like a, a huge chunk. A huge it wasn't. Chunk. It wasn't like a small one. Right. Like, uh, do you guys think? Do you think Trump will really run independent if he doesn't get the Republican nomination? I he's think he's threatened. just doing this for publicity. I don't right. think he honestly even gives a shit about being president. Right. Right. Wouldn't so that be hilarious be, if he's if he's just like going? I can't. I can't believe it. I'm supposed to be losing. This is just. Yeah. <laughs> this was just to get my name, get his, more exposure, and I'm in the lead. His advisors we, are like, I don't know. So they're, they're, they're going. Du- going. They're like <laughs> going double down. Then they'll eventually hate you, and every time he does, they love him. It's like, I didn't want to be president, but here I am. Tell them, fuck the Mexicans. Send them all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, it, it backfired. They love me. Oh, what, what can I do? Tell them a $3 billion dollar plan to build a wall, a great wall. Because you don't see any Mexicans in China because of the Great Wall of China. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see any Jesus. Mongolians crossing over there. Like, I, I think is like, he has to know the bullshit he's spewing. 
and just he like because that, that like, it, it racist bullshit like he that he just spewing out of his mouth. But he, he knows it, or he does. People are eating it. I up. know, but that's the. I mean, that's the. Th- I actually so when I it, it was on Pioneer Weekend, I went out to Sacramento to visit my dad, and my dad is like a for real. He's like boy that. That Donald Trump, uh, you know, he he's he ticks a lot of people off, but a lot of stuff he says is just the truth. And I'm like, what? And, and the whole time I was trying to figure out if my dad was just bullshitting me or if he like really. And and by the end of the weekend, I was like, my dad really wants Trump to be president. And I and I wanted to buy Trump twenty like a matching Trump 2016 T-shirts for me and my dad, and I couldn't because it was like he's winning in the poll. People will not understand. That I'm wearing this ironically because he's like the front runner in this whole thing. Just yeah, so, me and my dad support Trump. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, my dad supports Trump. I still think a Trump 2016 T-shirt is something I need to own just yeah. so that I can wear it in 2017. Yeah, I suppose as a Christian Piper would have kicked you out of the Utah Stand Up Network because <laughs> well, he runs the comedians for Bernie uh, thing. Oh, uh, does he? No. Gotcha. Oh, he does. I didn't like that. I'm all like, I don't. I don't. I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah. Who wins? Quite honestly, yeah, I yeah. kind of do. I just, I mean, why? I'm not. I, I, I think we missed a big like like point here that that Greg <laughs> just addressed. So he just outed his dad as a racist. So you know, I, I think he cares as a racist supporter. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's a, right. he's a, not an actual racist, but a supporter of uh, racism. Yeah, like, now the weird thing is, like, my I don't dad, have the guts to really say this shit, but this guy, <laughs> my dad may my dad may listen to this podcast. I have no idea. He's one of the my dad. <laughs> My dad's one of these guys who he's like he's on Facebook, but he never does anything on Facebook. He just okay. is like an he observer. Lurks. He's an observer on Facebook. That's, that's like he doesn't he's like, like an anything. Anthropo- he's, he's like an anthropologist like on Facebook. But he's got like he's got like six friends on Facebook. <laughs> so like his you and feed, five other people. His feed is like just these six people. Oh, yeah. And so he like is he gets notification. Like if, oh if I God, like dude. something, if I just like something, that like shows up on my dad's feed because I guess. His feed just isn't like it's it's it's, it's like CNN enough. on a on a slowed news day. It's like <laughs> let's put anything on here that we can. And so I don't know. He might listen to if, if he is dad. I love you, man. And yeah, and I'm gonna no, beat the I, shit I've out of these three guys about after that. These yeah, like mics are up. My, Fuck you, Dustin. My dad's the same thing. Yeah, like. My favorite thing in the world is that my mom is not on social media mm. at all. She's she is uh, out, and that makes me so happy that my mom has no idea. What's going on on Facebook? And like when I my mom just has no has no idea what's going on in general. So. I I make fun of my mom like crazy like when she's in the audience and I'm doing stand up. So uh, whatever I say about her on here and Dustin. Yeah, although um we were at Dustin's house late at night and I had an airsoft grenade and an airsoft grenade just make, it just sounds like a flashbang grenade just make a wild fucking bang. That's all it does. Okay, and so. <laughs> We, we record this video. We just throw the fucking flash grenade. And I was like, let's throw it in your mom's room. But we did it. Because I'm, I'm fucking 29 years old. Like, this is, like, my thing to do. Because I haven't grown past the age of 14 mentally. 
But uh, we throw it, and then it pisses off his mom's like, Dustin, what the hell are you doing? And she's just like, you know, out of her makeup and her robe. Dustin's just filming this thing. He puts on Facebook. She comes down. I guess immediately went on to Facebook right after yeah. he posted the video. Yeah. Comes out and fucking screaming yeah. to take him down. Take the video off. Take the Wait, video you off. said she was out of her makeup yeah, like, and no, her no, robe? No, no, no makeup and just on her <laughs> So she was naked and no. makeup-less. I fucked that up. I fucked that up. Screaming down yes. the stairs going, yeah. you bastards, why yeah. did you do that to me? Yeah. It's like, I'm just filming my mom naked, you know, like, <laughs> like we do on a Friday right. night. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag, oh, hashtag underboob. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah I, I fucked that up. I meant to say in her robe out mm-hmm. of her makeup. And, Come on, uh, mom, at least put some makeup but on. But it would have been even fucking it would have even been that more epic if it she was like like her robe was just a jar. Alex, you just said you just said, "Come on, mom, at least put some makeup on." Oh my god! She comes down there naked. Yeah, put some goddamn makeup on, mom. Is this mom? You look terrible, mom. If you're gonna be naked around me and my friends, the least you can do is not look like a swamp monster. You're embarrassing. God. Oh god, I'm such a. This is going on Facebook. The world's gonna see this. Please, yeah. tag, please tag your mom on this now. Not my dad, though. Okay. Oh, God, I'm, I'm such a fucking idiot. I'm not going to for your dad. Like, oh, here's a kite. <laughs> just add all of them. All like, the kites, yeah. 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 That was great. It's a good idea. She just came screaming at Dustin, telling him to take down the fucking video. <laughs> yeah. Not even within three minutes. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Did you take it down? Yeah, I did. Yeah. She was she pissed. Was pissed. Yeah, she is more pissed about the video than us, like, lighting oh, and, shit and, and, off and, and the video, she's uh, like, you need to stop drinking, Dustin. Yeah. I'm all like, she, she turned it into an intervention? Yeah, I'm all like, Basically. I'm not drinking that much. I was fucking wasted. <laughs> nice. I was the sober one, and that was my idea. Yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> then she reminds me that, like, um... The kid, like, down the street, like, shot himself, like, a week ago. I'm all like, oh, yeah, shit. Well, Wait, what? Yeah, a kid, she, like... Did, like, why did she... How did that... Because like, it makes it, like, a big... Like, almost like, like it sounds like a gunshot. Oh, so she's so, like, like... If the yeah, neighbors heard it, they'd probably be all like... So she came running downstairs <laughs> naked and makeupless yeah. because she was afraid <laughs> that you just ended it all. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> So she was just worried about you. Where would I get a gun? Come on, they're not going to sell it to me. No, I bought yeah, you look like a militiaman. <laughs> yeah, you seem like the like the like the target demographic for yeah. firearms. Actually, really, yeah. How about that? You do fit a description. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a des- you fit one of them descriptions. <laughs> Uh, I got some extendos on my uh, on my AR-15 over here. Over <laughs> her. I don't know what that means. Because you're not American. Mm. You're not American enough. A diet of chicken cutlets and steak <laughs> and steak mm. and potatoes and yeah. potatoes. I am more French Canadian. It's like clamato. Clamato. I'm a real Canadian. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, these are where our podcast devolved to. There's like a really good energy, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. Well, we've kept it up pretty good so far. It's been yeah. This is actually impressive. Like 
probably not this much consistent, except for when uh, David Mast was here. Yeah. Because just listening to David Mast talk. Oh, my oh he God. doesn't shut up. That's that's how you keep your energy up. He, oh. was, he was just so high, too. Like, oh, my God. Well, he, <laughs> yeah. he, I mean, well is he's like, every time I talk to David Mast, he's like really, he's got things to say and a lot of things to say, and he's he's very, like, he's got an opinion, and he's got, he, <laughs> and like, he's, listen. He's fucking excited about yeah, it. Yeah, he is. He is. Seahawks. <laughs> did he talk to you about Seahawks? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and he, did he talk to you about anything else? Or was no, he, got, like he, got, mad of, he got mad at, I remember once he got mad at Johnny Brandon because Johnny made fun of football. And he went up to him and called him out on making fun of football really? and how it was really offensive. Where's where has Mask been? I haven't seen him for he, months. Yeah, he's like he, dating some he, girl, then like or kind he of, just, he's kind of like adopted the girl's kids and okay. like lives up in Roy. Yeah, uh, they got what? a dog what? together. He's like a family huh. man now. He jumped right into it, dude. How do how do people like leave comedy? I don't know. It seems like that's just what happens. I have to. You have to? Yeah, I'm, start, I'm starting my master's. I got my master's and I was doing comedy the whole time. Yeah, but I'm working two jobs on top of it. Okay, too. but I was a parent of two children and working a full-time job and getting master's and doing comedy. Oh. Don't be a pussy. Oh, call yeah. out. Call out, yeah. Pull that tampon You got out. me good. You got me good. I have nothing to say. Lazy yeah. bastard. I don't have as good of jokes. How about that? Get off your couch. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just gonna <laughs> deprecate myself. You couch couch tard. But they, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, get up, you fucking couch tard piece of shit. Do some comedy. Oh, like, I gotta get but my... seriously, there's guys. I mean, it's weird when you go, oh, I haven't seen that guy for a while, and then you're like, oh, I guess he just quit. Well, some people you can't understand. Like they get up there half-heartedly, then yeah. There's some really good comedians that just like quit for a while. Like Ar- yeah. uh, Arthur Carter, he just like stopped doing comedy for a yeah. while. Yeah, and I, I fucking love his comedy. He was at the open mic I hosted Saturday. What was he? Um, yeah, it was. I don't even know if I know this Arthur Carter fellow. Yeah, he was, he was kind of like he hung around with like Levi and Jason and that crew okay. a lot, gotcha. like four or five years ago. Gotcha. Uh, same with that Cody Eden. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show up, then disappear. yeah. Cody, yeah. Cody was he was going strong, and all of a sudden, yeah, poof, he's, he's gone. Fucking yeah. really smart comedy too. Yeah, yeah. He comes back though, and it's still good. So yeah, hey, good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know, I fucking really, and a lot of people didn't like him, but I fucking loved the shit out of watching David Mast doing yeah. stand up. He was one of my favorite open micers to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah, because just because you never knew what the fuck was he was going to say. It oh, was nice. Yeah, that's like Josh Gret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love watching Josh Gret because because first off, I think that he is he's strangely funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't just mean that because he's a strange dude. I think it's just strange that his writing is as good. Yeah, because yeah. he's my he's my, kind of a bland person. Almost. Well, and and not like I mean, it's like I mean I know Lay it down. I know he's Lay too down. stupid to figure out how to download a podcast. So I'll talk. But that's the vibe he gives off. It's like he's just, he's got like close to no IQ points, and that. But it's Holy so shit. it's so. But no, it's so hilarious to watch him. Do his stand up because he ki- the 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 difference between Josh Gret killing and eating a turd sandwich is whether or not the audience feels comfortable laughing at him. Mm-hmm. It's not at his jokes. It's like, do I feel comfortable laughing at this 
potentially retarded person who's on stage right now. And if they do, it's like they're, it's it's go and he crushes. But if not, it's he just everybody he just feels yeah, sad yeah. for him and, and he and he, he he bombs. Yeah, I think that's like the worst thing in comedy is not it's the in between. It's like where you don't really bomb, but you don't really do good, hmm. so you never really progress. Because okay. if you're bombing a shit ton, eventually you're gonna. You'll either you're get gonna, out or you'll get you're, you're eventually going to start getting fucking good. Yeah. yeah. And, or you're going to get out. Or you're just going to go, oh, I yeah. suck and I, this is, I can't handle it and you're out. Or especially if you have an opinion mm-hmm. in comedy too and it just takes you a while to finally get over that hump, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because like, then there's like people that just bomb but there's no opinion and there's no nothing in right. the joke. Right. Right. And, uh, and they, they, those are the ones that usually just leave. Mm-hmm. But like then there's ones that you know have an opinion strong but it's just nobody laughs because like like what the fuck but eventually they get really fucking good Mm. uh but like i i think that's the part where i've kind of gotten where i was like getting really good laughs for a while and now it's just kind of somewhere in between and i fucking hate it Mm. it's i'm not bombing but i'm not doing good yeah it's that in between and i hate it yeah i don't know how to get out of it get get your mba yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) at least i'll give you some material i'm getting my mac Going through life experiences. Yeah. Mm. Are you going to get your Mac in? I'm uh, getting my Mac in tax or audit or no emphasis. No emphasis. Good for you. I don't see any <laughs> point of getting an what, emphasis. What's a Mac? Is that make Masters of Accountancy? Mm. Solid. It's a oh, big solid. Mac. Yeah, I, the oh, dollar is I'm getting uh, it. Uh, I have to, you have to have yeah, it to get yeah, your fucking CPA. Yeah. yeah, you basically three fifty nine. If I want to make any money, twenty five. I have to get my CPA for what? Big Macs. How much is it like? Pay-wise, like once you have your bachelor's and you do it for a while, and then you get your MBA. I mean, so your uh, CPA. They, it's like, is it a huge pay jump? They say they say it's ten percent free, so you get a ten percent bump for your MBA and a ten percent bump for your CPA. So that's what I've heard. Well, that's not worth it. So, but but it, I mean, all that that's just statistics. So your sure. own your own path is going to be the reality. With that, I I didn't get. Uh, actually, when I got my when I got my MBA and my CPA, I was in the job that I'm. Cur- I wasn't even at a, a firm anymore, so my current is it job better to get an MBA and then a CPA I, or a Mac and a CPA. Uh, it depends on what you want to do with your life. I think for me, it was better if you want to work at a firm. Your Mac's the way to go because they want you to be awesome at accounting. I'm a I'm a CPA, but I work for a company, not for a firm. So yeah. I work I work like for you know for a group of medical office buildings so it's not an accounting firm it's a actual business and so with that I think the MBA is more important but my boss so I, I earned both my MBA and, and got my CPA while I've been at this job my boss at one point he was like you know we don't care if you have your MBA and we really don't care if you've got your CPA and it's like thank you for completely ruining my motivation <laughs> to continue working as hard as I am right right now and have been for the last years but I still did but then I you know you know like I said it's none of my raises were a direct result of that mm-hmm. stuff but they all happened about that same time too so I, all those statistics could just be BS where it's like, well, sure. when you I think hit, it's all about how you carry yourself at an interview anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I listened to your podcast, The Other Accountant, and you mm-hmm. gave really good advice where you put stand-up comedy, like, in the interview because mm-hmm. it takes them off the fucking subject. Of, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, like, brilliant psychology oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. there because then you're not, like, focused on, like, whoa, I'll sure be good at this Fucking! I'll put 110. percent right. It gets off and starts laughing, and it becomes you become likable. You become a person. Right. 
Right. And that's brilliant. I never thought of that. Hmm. Oh, my God. I would love to see Stefan try to be likable. Or represent himself as a person. I I can put put on my sheepskin. Yeah. Good. I have a question. You talked about firms. Are they all as dangerous as the movie The Firm with Tom Cruise in there? (laughs) No, not at all. none, None of them are. But you can, I mean, you can, I don't know. I I would not. Have you seen the firm? I have seen Tom the firm. Oh, yeah, okay. with uh, and what's his name? The 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 guy. What was the older guy? Uh, Donald Sutherland. No, he usually plays the old guy. Danny right. DeVito. No, no, no. Wasn't it Al Pacino? Maybe. No, it was no? the guy. The guy who was in that movie with Will Smith, where they had the cameras watching everything everywhere. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yeah, he yeah, was the yeah, guy. He was the guy. Yeah. He was the guy. He's good. Did he die? No, he's still alive. He just, uh, he he just, just doesn't do many movies. Finally, I made enough money, finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm done. Yeah, Gene. Best w- Lex he was, Luthor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He was Lex Luthor. And uh, wh- what was uh, what was Pryor? Pryor wasn't Luthor, but he was he – or was he? In no, one? he was uh, like a computer hacker in yeah. Superman 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pryor? Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor yeah, was the he, bad guy wow. in, a super, in, a, in a Christopher Reeve Superman movie. Well, he Holy was kind of like the guy who gets roped in by the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He was like the the inadvertent villain. Okay. Isn't yeah. that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but but at the same time, he wasn't the guy that was. Like oh, I'm the bad life. guy. I should stop yeah. doing these. He's like, oh, I just made a lot of money, so mm-hmm. whoops. <laughs> Then at the end he turns good and then helps Superman, you know. Oh, like he does. That bullshit. Oh, he yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. Like, I've uh, never actually part. seen the Christopher Reeves Supermans. I've mm. never liked Superman. I thought he's a stupid fucking character. Yeah, he's uh, he's horrible, man. Very I never. I, see, I like that the the Man of Steel that just came out a few years oh, ago. I like that. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. So, but I've never been a big Spider Man and the Spider Man movies. Spider-Man. Spider-Man? <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't like the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't seen the most recent ones, but like the Tobey Maguire one. Tobey Maguire, it was all too yeah. like lugubrious. I don't get to use that word very often, but I'm going with mean? it right now. Lugu- think of a Spider-Man movie. Okay. Now you know what lugubrious. <laughs> he was just too. He was way too like. Oh my god, being a superhero is so hard, and this sucks, and everything about my life is horrible because I'm a superhero. And it's like you got real emo about it. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And the new Spider-Man, he like didn't give a shit. He's all like. I'm Spider-Man now. I don't care about my dead uncle. He's just like, woo! <laughs> you know, like the whole time he's just like psyched to be I didn't Spider-Man. See the, I didn't see the new Spider-Man. But wouldn't yeah. you uh, – how would you handle superpowers though? I'd be I'd be kind of – I mean it, it'd be a lot like winning the lottery where you're just yeah. like, well, everything that I was working for, fuck that. I can shoot webs out of my wrist now. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what. what. The first thing I do is not fight crime but do some fun shit uh-huh. and maybe get yeah. rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 have this, I have this fantasy and I have it quite often because – yeah, well, it's, here, here we go. Not, the, not, not <laughs> this again. Not, not, not that one. But uh, call me. Uh, no, I've had this fantasy of like uh, running across a fucking genie lamp. Okay, yeah, and you yeah. get your three wishes, and not one of them gun. would be like. Uh, no, no, because that always violates rule. You can never ask for more wishes. Yeah, that's like one of the rules. Um, <laughs> but you could ask for more <laughs> yeah. genie lamps. 
right? Oh, shit. Loophole. Loophole. I'm a CPA. But you got to be very careful about how you ask for the genie lamp. I wish for... They'll just give you a fucking trinket. Oh, right, right. Yeah, those bastard genies. I wish for a lamp that contains another genie besides you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he'll put himself in another yeah, lamp. Yeah, then he's all like, oh, he's like, hey, you have two more wishes. Lamp. What's up? <laughs> no, but my, my third wish would always be to set the genie free on my on third wish. Oh, they don't... way to go, Aladdin. You would unleash yeah, that on the world? Yeah, what if he's a murderous? Oh, I'm still going to be fucking hoarding yeah. up the first right. two wishes. And I figured the best way to make money is you get like... Uh, you know, like a really great fucking metabolism, and you have like unlimited athletic ability with the ability to just like look at something or understand something instantly. You join the fucking NBA, you become the best basketball player of all time. You only have to play for like fucking three seasons, and you have a shit ton of money. You throw oh, it wow. in the stock market. You have an understanding of how the stock market works. You're gonna fucking turn your turn your money over millions and millions of times over basically because you have an understanding of it you never have to worry about money again plus you have this awesome metabolism why would you Le- spend three years playing basketball well it's right. about how long it's going to yeah, take because you know on, you're going to be you're going to be under contract camp. for at least two years you've already got it then the free agency and they're going to pay you 50 million on you, your- you know you have like four wishes already awesome metabolism no, but you make, killer you make, athleticism no, but, but, and the ability but you, to, but you to have to you have to it's all work. about how you word it it's like i want this with this, mixed with this, mixed with that. Oh. It's, you have to say it. It's like a chain. So as long as it's a run-on sentence, you, it's Basically. One wish. Exactly. That's the way I figure Until it works. Until you put a period on it, that's one wish. I think so. Okay. <laughs> so you basically write them a novel. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you have to also be very careful with no negative consequences to right. myself or anybody right. else Don't in the world. monkeys paw that shit on me, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You must. You know they're all tricky like that. Yeah, you never just ask for invisibility because then you're just permanently invisible. Yeah, who wants that? You got to be able to turn it on and off. Right. <laughs> they should send Captain America <laughs> to kill ISIS in the Marvel comics. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man. He'll Spider-Man. Why Spider-Man. would Spider-Man go? Spider-Man. He's all like, no, I'm not going. Because they fuck with New York. Yeah, City. Yeah. yeah. If anything, he should be the first one out there to web those bastards up and like. I'm not. You know what? I'm not excited for the, Dead, the Deadpool the movie, one. and the reason why is because everybody loves Deadpool for some reason. Yeah, for no reason. Like I'm all like, "Have you read the comics? He's a fucking dick." They're all like, "No, I don't read the comics." But I saw. Oh, I like to dress up. Yeah, I played Marvel Alliance once. I like to dress up. I hate my life. I hate like all those half like half well, fans that. Comic Con, they just—they like them because they I have just want to go around and like. Yeah, punch yeah. Them. Dustin's more about the authentic uh, likers of. Uh, Man, shut your goddamn mouth! I'm not taking this from you. <laughs> the authentic <laughs> likers of what? He, he doesn't like the uh, half-assed. The posers. Like, uh, the poser. He Deadpool. wants somebody who's really oh. invested in Deadpool. Because that's like what everybody fucking. I swear to God, that's half of everybody's uh, costumes at the uh, at these Comic Cons are Deadpool. Because they're easy. That's dumb. You just buy the costume online, eBay, 20 bucks. It's not that interesting of a costume. No. But Deadpool is a character that would show up at a Comic-Con because he's the character that knows he's a character inside of a comic book. Oh, my God. That's why people like Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Oh. Right. Well. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that said, well, Craig, I'm right, glad right, well, we wait. got to the bottom of this this evening. So, Doug, how long have you done stand-up for? Doug, how long? <laughs> I, 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 wait, wait, well, I, uh, 
<laughs> so I tell me, tell Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, as a Doug, I have done stand-up uh, since I was three. No, I've, I, I started in uh, started one in 2002 is when mm, I began. After 9-11. Yeah, I was 30. So they waited 30. Until I was 30. So okay, good. I, uh, I'm all like, I started too late. I know it. No, because that it was right after the Olympics. It was, it was, uh, no, it was, it was actually crazy thing was it was after I lost my faith in Jesus. Oh, is when I started doing stand up, or at least when I, when Did I, did you lose your faith in Jesus while watching the Olympics? Cause that would have been, <laughs> no, just like, no, I lost my faith in Jesus when I saw the scandals in the Olympics. Oh, no, yeah. that's not it. Like either. the underage, uh, Asian gymnasts. No, like the, you know, the financial oh, kickbacks to the. Uh, Olympic Committee. Um, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. This. No, yeah. that, that Mitt Romney. It. No, but actually I thought, I, I used to think that, uh, like I remember as, I mean again, as a devout evangelical Christian, I, I'd wanted to do stand-up for a long time and I prayed about it and I felt like my response, I was like, God, is, can I do comedy? I'd really like to. Is that okay? And he was like, it, it was like the magic eight ball, and it was like try again later. That's what, that's what I felt like I, I got on that one. So uh, so then when I started, uh, you know, doubting the whole thing, I was like, this is my chance. So I started doing comedy then. Mm. So, Man, nice. so that's, that's yeah. a while. Yeah. So you probably went through all the ups and downs. Like when you first got started, like how, how did that even like come about? Uh, you just showed up one day. Oh well, I just I went to. They used to have a club down in Provo called Johnny B's, and I just was like, that was the stand. That was the Wise Guys in yeah, Utah County. Yeah, and it was big. I mean, it was they like that was it. If you went to BYU, you went to Johnny B's at some point in your four years that you're there. They always, I mean, it was it was big big deal. So I just went there and I, I was hell bent on cornering whoever was the comic and say, how do you get started in this? So I did. It turned out it was a I think it was on like a Fourth of July weekend. And and it was just a bunch of, of local comics, and they were like, "Oh, I'm glad you asked." And I have it was John Clark was there. Do you guys know John Clark? Mm, that wow. sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. He, anyways, he hooked me up. He was doing a open mic in Sugar House, and so that's when I did my first uh, open mic and just kind of. There was an open in. mic in Sugar House. There was an open mic at Blue Cat's uh, Coffee House in uh, Sugar House. I don't okay. know if Blue Cat's is still there, but that's I where don't I started. So. I've never even heard of it. 2002 was a different time, man. Yeah, I was. High school in it. Yeah, my uh, my big my big closer was my Chris Farley impersonation. Oh, sweet so dude. that was yeah. uh, that was it. Mm. So yeah, so I started that, and that kind of got me into the scene, and then I I uh, you know kept yeah. doing open mics, and that's where I got started. Well, back to losing your faith in God. I lost all faith in God after Gamergate. What was Gamergate? <laughs> it was like this. Um, was not the thing with no women in yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Is there no Gamergate? No, there was. it was a joke. That I Dustin never, attempted. I never had no. faith in God. <laughs> um, he, he came out of the womb and he was like, you know what? Nah, nah. Well, you're you're are you you could say yourself agnostic or atheist now. Uh, well, you know, there's two different ways to look at it. I and, and it depends kind of on who I'm talking to and what I think they can handle me saying. 
Because a lot of times I'm an atheist. Say, I've, I, I'm an atheist and I'm also an agnostic. I can say I'm both of those okay. things. Whoa, whoa, because, whoa, 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 whoa. Pick hey. a side, no, 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 pick I a side. Am. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Because agnostic has to do with how how strongly you believe something, mm. and atheist versus theist is whether you whether you land on this. I mean, if somebody is like gun to your head, is there a god or is there not a god? And I go, there's. No, I don't believe there's a god. But then they're like, how sure are you? And I'm going, I could be wrong. So that's yeah. why I'm a. Do we I'm, have a gun here? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of AK. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that so that so I, I like to, as a matter of fact, the way I prefer to refer to myself is as a doubting atheist. A doubting atheist. I'm a doubting like atheist. It's kind so. of like a doubting Thomas, but an atheist. Mm. Right? Yeah, you just change the word Thomas to atheist, and it's the same thing. <laughs> What a dumb phrase. <laughs> I'm a doubting Thomas. <laughs> you fucking silly goose. <laughs> uh, you know, if there, if uh, if we were living in a, in a, in like the Matrix, that would imply that somebody created the Matrix, and then the person that created this Matrix would technically be a god, right? And so we we'd have to believe in whoever created the yeah it was the architect guy the architect Didn't you yeah see the guy Colonel with the Sanders white beard? yeah he was all like mm, yeah don't go in that door so mm-hmm. I was watching this sh- uh, science show the other day and this dude that studies string string theory came up with a whole set of equations to uh, basically describe the way that these particles interact with each other mm-hmm. and then he was trying to find other scientists to propose like hey check out these equations what do you think of these equations and nobody would pay attention and so he didn't. Created geometric models of these same equations, and he gave them these geometric models to say, "Hey, what does this look like?" And then some other scientists uh, said, "Hey, this looks like this shit that this person's studying, and this looks like other shit that other people are studying." And eventually, they came up with two separate things that looked exactly to match these patterns. One of which was DNA, and the other one was in uh, error correcting codes in like programming. And these codes are what's used in, like, all kinds of computer programs, including web browsers, and they catch errors, and they prevent your program from crashing, basically, when something goes wrong. And so if these things exist... Why not? What the fuck is going on right now? You're you're John carrying the podcast, and these guys are doing a sword fight with golf clubs. (laughs) This is generally how we wrap up the show, with with golf club sword fights across table while I'm trying to (laughs) turn into physics. Well, um, basically I'm saying um, we live in the matrix. A lot of scientists um, don't like other scientists. They're ruining my faith. like... How comedy is, you know. Hey, this guy, you know, came up with this. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm Carl Sagan, and this is Precisely. the Cosmos. <laughs> well, I guess what made you get into stand-up uh, is what he's what Alex was trying to say. Oh, no, like, yeah, what made you take like Well, besides no, that, what said no, me? What yeah, it's got to it? be more than just what was the, faith in so, Jesus. Oh well, before that, yeah, yeah. So the uh, well, I guess, I guess. Were, let me ask you a question: When you were a born again Christian, uh-huh. were you a pretty fucking serious person? No, really. Okay. No, I was. Yeah, I, I, I was not. But, but because I, I can, I can almost see you as being a fucking serious person back then. Yeah, and I, and that's the thing. I wasn't like. I mean, I like to. That's what I was. I'm not going to deny that I was a that I was a born again Christian or evangelical Christian. But I like to say I wasn't. I wasn't a dick when okay. I was doing that. That's cool. So, uh, but but no, go, I mean I guess the reasons why the the stuff that drew me towards 
uh, comedy was, I mean, I'd, I'd even say back when I was in elementary school, uh, like I had a bunch of friends and they, they were, they were fucking hilarious, yeah. these kids. And I was like, man, I wish that I was funny like all these other kids. And then, uh, then I got into, uh, in junior high and high school, one of my best friends, his name is Robert Dixon. We still, uh, we're still in touch today. And he was, he was hilarious, but he had one of these like biting senses of humor. Like he was, he was an asshole, but I felt like he was my asshole. Okay. And so, and I, and I hung out with him and being, and again, it was like, this guy's funny and I don't know how he's funny, but I hung out with him enough that I was like going, oh, I kind of get how he, how he, you know, how he'll kind of turn things around on their head and make it funny. So I learned a lot about being funny from him. And then again, in high school, I did a lot of, uh, like I, I would run for, uh, office in high school and I, and like my speech, like my first speech was how high school politics were a joke. And I, and I just made fun of the fact that we were like, that nobody gives a shit about, and that, <laughs> that there's no power in, you know, and so I was, I was, did, so, you, did, you, did, did you kill? I, I, I felt like I got some laughs, not as much as I would have liked. And I did not. Do you think the, if you could go back to your high school now? Do you think you could fucking kill? Oh, I did. But see, that's the thing. I, I honed my skills. So by the time when I was a senior, I became I was like the, the student body vice president because I crushed it on my speech to be student. I was I was homecoming king. I was this, I was a I was a pudgy swimmer, and I was the homecoming king because <laughs> I, because I killed it on my speech. And so all the what was your speech? It was about I, you, we drew speeches, and mine was uh what what was the biggest influence in your what's the biggest influence in your life? And my speech was hostess products are the biggest influence on my life. They've affected me <laughs> physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And that was my four points for my for my speech on that. I had to apologize to the student body because I said uh, hostess products have affected me spiritually because Twinkies, just like Jesus, have eternal life. And that pissed off a, <laughs> pissed off one of the history teachers who complained to the to the administration of my school, and they forced me to apologize to the entire school. Did you laugh the, while apologizing? Over, no, I was so crushed because I was because I was a Christian back then, and I was like, "This is how I'm going to tell people. This is the way I can get away with talking about Jesus in front of my whole school and a backfire." Oh, so you you almost were you were embedding it with like fucking. I, yeah, I was trying. I was getting it in there subliminally, where it's like, "You want to live forever? You need Jesus, motherfuckers." <laughs> Oh, and wow. I had to apologize to it because it pissed off the Christian teachers at my school. I, I honestly, I barely got through. I had to give the apology over the PA system for the oh whole school God. at the end of the day, and <laughs> and I barely got through it. And I and I was crying at the end because I was so this humiliated. Your vice by it. president, Greg Kite. Um, I did not mean to cry my religious beliefs in your face yeah yeah it, it, sorry christian teachers for cramming my religious belief down <laughs> your christian faces my bad Go so suck a yeah dick. but uh, but i loved Go it suck i mean the cream out of a hostess the uh <laughs> the you know doing those getting that you know when you're in front of what our student body was like a couple thousand people so you have everybody in the gym and you're uh you're telling jokes and you're destroying for a couple thousand people god hard not to catch the bug that way, so I, that's why I always wanted to get back to it, and it took me a good twelve years to finally. As a matter of fact, my freshman year of college, I was uh, I I was at I was at the University of Washington in Seattle, 
and on the radio there was they were advertising some kind of talent competition at the Seattle Center, and they were like, it's for singers and dancers and stand-up comedians. And I was like, I wanted to do stand-up. I should put together some material and go enter that competition. And I did write some material, but I, it just wasn't prioritized enough, and I ended up not going. And I was going, what would happen if as an 18-year-old I'd gotten, you know, I'd gone to that, I'm sure I would have, find, you know, met some other stand-ups. They would have been like, hey, here's the club within walking distance of the dorms. Come and do, you know, I could have Just gotten to an open there. mic, yeah, at least, right. yeah. I bet as an 18-year-old as opposed to a 30-year-old, that could have made a big difference. Oh, yeah, I'm going out for America's Got Talent. I don't even fucking care. I'm <laughs> going for it. <laughs> nice. It'd be fucking great. You know, the whole time, I've, I've been doing comedy for three years. I've never done a set once at Wise Guys. Really? Never once. Not even open mic? Not even an open really? mic. Really? No yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's not bad. It's not. It's yeah. good. I like it. I no, it's, it's like it's an actual crowd. I don't know. It's just, I think originally I was kind of revolted by the idea when I first started that you could only do two to three minutes. Right. I thought that, no, was, I that, that. idea was so revolting that I've just never right. done it. Yeah. No, I get that. I can understand it. It's hard to... Hard to even get your feet planted in two minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, so. and I don't have jokes. Mm-hmm. I just talk about my friend fucking killing himself and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girlfriend's There's a vagina. long premise to my that. My girlfriend's yeah. vagina. Yeah. yeah. My series of girlfriend's pussy jokes. I did. Yeah. So, so you figured out that comedy works for you. Yeah. And then you just stuck with it. It, well, I then it was like this secret. This this thing I always wanted to pursue, but I didn't feel After like I had permission. After reading the secret, uh, yeah, I didn't have permission <laughs> to pursue it from my Lord and Savior. And then when I decided it didn't exist, then I was like, okay, now I can go for <laughs> That's it. That's cool. So I like that. Lifted your yeah. own barricade there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I was about to say, there's not too many. Like most comedians I know are. Either atheist or agnostic. Yeah. Well, I think it's weird how few Mormons do comedy, and the ones that are, it seems like it erodes their faith to where they yeah. are just like, I'm still, I'm in in name only. Kind of like Abigail Harrison. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like I mean, and I mean the the just her life that she lives yeah, is just yeah. bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I would say bizarre because it's uh, how she lives, but right. it's it's <laughs> abnormal. Yeah, it's, her, yeah. Say. There's a better way of phrasing it. Yeah, what, is she like a vampire or something? No, nah, I'll have to tell you off air, but it's okay. uh, yeah. it's but it's, he, it's an interesting story. But but seriously, I mean, there's a few there's a few people who are pretty you know who are committed Mormons, but it seems like. They either stop doing comedy after not too long, or they you find out that they're really just kind of Jack Mormons after yeah. all. So there's I knew. Well, they when start I, hanging out with comedians, and they realize how much funny like shit happens around them, and they get more cynical. Oh, dude, the best part out. about comedy, I think, is not doing the stand up. It's afterwards sitting yeah, around and bullshitting totally. with comedians, just fucking busting each other's balls yeah. and talking shit about things it's mm. it's the best like there's nothing better than just hanging out with a group of funny people yep totally totally but i think that's the other thing with within stand like when you're doing stand-up i mean we're we're like the bullshit police the, yep. uh, the unofficial bullshit deputies and i think that's what makes it really hard is when you're you know if if you th- if you're holding to something that this is the absolute unequivocal truth then you can't make fun of that you can't look for bullshit in that stuff because you have to believe that there's no Definitely, bullshit yeah. and and even you know and I, I i don't know how good of a comic i could have been 
as a committed evangelical Christian because uh, I couldn't, you know, because there's, there, there was stuff that was sacred. And, and with comedy, there's not supposed to be anything that's sacred. So I think that's, that's why true. a lot of Mormons either don't get into it in the beginning or get into well, it. Well, there's I think I think with some comedians, uh but I think it also comes down to political ideology and just sociological ideology. That there are just some sacred cows in comedy. Yeah. Like some people just will never touch a rape joke. Right. Be a story. Right. You know. I won't say the N word. That's beyond my comfort zone. Definitely. So can't do it. Yeah, the only per the only white comedian I've ever seen do it and do it well is Louis C.K. Right. Right. And strangely so Louis But he's C. more of less making fun of the word. Right. And, right. And just how ridiculous of a word it is rather right. than right. it being a racial Well he's so funny when he says term. He says, I hate it when people say the N word and I don't mean the actual word I mean when they say quote <laughs> the N word because <laughs> all, all they're doing is making you say the, that in, word in your head yeah so yeah that's hilarious <laughs> true all right well should we wrap this thing up and like send it off into cyberspace dude Greg before we get go off air uh, do your um, do your shining joke I fucking oh. love that joke <laughs> so much the one the one with the uh, with Danny Torrance? Yes. The, okay, my my uh, my brother uh, who smokes a lot of weed, uh, he he saw me do this. He saw me do this bit I have about when I saw The Shining as a as a kid. I saw it when I was eight years old, and it's because my mom I, I thinks that uh, the way to make a scary movie not scary is to watch it to the very <laughs> to the very end because if you watch the movie to the end you'll see that the good guys win in the end. it's like no mom that's not that's not what that's definitely not what happens in the shining the the good guys don't win a good guy a couple good guys barely survive and the bad guy kind of dies that's how the shining <laughs> the shining goes so that that philosophy backfired and 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 I watched it like I watched the shining when I was 8 and uh, and it screwed me up because now, like even today, as a 43-year-old man, I still have a totally irrational fear where I, I like, I literally cannot get into an elevator that is full of blood. Fuck that. I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. So so I had so I had that joke in my set, and my brother watched it, and he goes, and he was like, "Dude, that'd be so funny if you if you expanded on your shining joke by coming out as the little boy with the with the red rum finger, and but but like you were a ventriloquist, and the with the you're like Jeff Dunham of the de the demon finger, and so uh, so I so I wrote some some material for that, and so it's like it's like hey hey guys, it's me, remember me from the movie The Shining? It's me, Danny Torres. Oh, and look who I brought with me oh hey demon finger how, how are you red rum do, do you have any jokes that you'd like to tell to the audience what kind of liquor is the preferred alcohol of soviet era russians i don't know demon finger what is the preferred kind of alcohol of soviet era russians red rum red rum that's, that's, Seven, Seven's laughing harder than we thought anyone would laugh at this this joke. Do you have, do you have any other jokes for the people for the audience? Knock knock. I said knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Danny. Danny who? Danny isn't here, Mrs. Torrance. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that one that one worked better than we thought it would do. We got time for for one more. Demon finger, you got any other jokes? Who out there likes impersonations? <laughs> I said, who likes impersonations? We do. Here's my impersonation of Stephen Hawking. Hello, my name is Stephen Hawking. <laughs> that's the that's the shining jokes, which is so that thing's. So that that you're just making fun of puns at the point. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, I love hor- it. it's horrible. It's horrible. Like the jokes are ridiculous. Like when I first started doing that, nobody nobody liked the the whole joke was that the demon finger was bombing doing stand up comedy yeah. in front. So I would even multi layered. I would start doing this. I'd go, "Is this thing? Is this mic on?" And then I'd tap it with the, <laughs> the demon finger. <laughs> Finger, so but I haven't had to use that because for some I mean it's, it's been working. It's, the, it's been working, uh, oh, right? I, I love the punchline with the elevator of blood because it's so obvious, and it's like I I was so jealous of that punchline when yeah. I heard it because it's like it's so obvious, it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> but that is that's the actually the creepiest part on that movie. The elevator was when, blood. Well, it's it's I think it's right after the elevator of blood, and they're like running down the halls. And and there's this one thing where they they're looking in rooms as they're going, yeah. Out, and they look in a room, and there's a butler and a grown man in a goddamn dog costume You're giving and, the guy a blowjob. Not, not quite, but they're they're totally straight faced, and they just turn and look at the door, oh, yeah. and that's the creepiest goddamn thing in that whole fucking movie oh, yeah. is the butler and the furry. <laughs> well, as they're fleeing well, the house, they were they were go called, back and watch they used movie. to own the hotel. That was the thing. It's like the butler guy was the owner of See? the hotel, okay. and like his little sex slave. So yeah, was that was that a sex slave dog? No. Who was it giving him a? I don't know. No, it was like they weren't a, giving him a I actually, I never the finished the entire book. Oh, it was like a costume party, and yeah, that was like their costume. So uh, that was that was no. It creepy. is like that's the genius of Kubrick. Like, uh, you would just put some unexplained scene in there, but it's so powerful the way he right. edit, edits the movie. Yeah. Like, that's uh, in all of his movies. Uh, Shit like that. Couldn't handle it. No, that's true. That that part is creepy as fuck. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, then they go inside the um, the ballroom, and it's just everybody is just sitting in the chair, like, skeletons just covered in cobweb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm stuff. glad you like that joke. Thanks, man. Love it. Yes, yeah. cool. That's that, a, I bust that out at ho- that's like my Halloween set, <laughs> and and I and I get pissed off when it's like close to Halloween. I go, oh, I should have been doing this joke for this whole month. And I <laughs> did you ever do that on Wise it. Guys? Yeah. How's yeah. that go? Yeah, it goes good. Yeah. So you kill at like every room. You it's do. Hit, it's hitting. I guess I guess I did. It was funny because I did that bit. In Keen's garage, I was laughing, and, and it and it killed in a, a this the weirdest environment ever yeah. for stand up comedy. And then I go to I go to Wise, and it's like people the people who love it are people who are well acquainted with the with movie The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, and, it, and I, it is one that especially the whole knock knock who's there, Danny Torrance. Yeah, you have to know The Shining, right? Right, exactly. In order to get that, exactly. So, so I think if there's people who are like they don't remember it or something like that mm-hmm. they, they're they like i don't because it is stupid it's puns and it's it's not but you're making fun of the whole concept yeah, yeah, of it which yeah. is great right what about you dustin what do you got for us okay well um so i got some dogs you know got some puppies 
um, recently, and <laughs> for for some reason or another, um, one of them likes to eat the poop of the other one. And how I found this out was I I come home hungover, I let them outside, you know, and like. I, I go to call them back inside, you know, and, like, the the one dog, the little dog has, like, this turd that's almost, like, as big as he is, like, hanging out of his mouth like some giant cigar. He looks like, you know, <laughs> Triumph the Insult Dog or some shit like that, you know? <laughs> and, like, so I, I Google how to get these dogs to stop eating poop. And there's this stuff you put in their water that makes their their poop like un more or less appealing than you know poop is. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like I'm all like holy shit! I have to feed like, dog stuff so they will like be all like oh I'm not eating that poop. You know like I love I love eating dog shit, but only the dog shit that tastes good. Yeah, like oh I can't eat that now. <laughs> Jesus, it's ruined. <laughs> who, you know? ruined who ruined my dog shit? Yeah, this <laughs> tastes like shit. <laughs> I'm all like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm like, a big fan of shit, but this tastes like shit. Thanks, <laughs> owner. <laughs> I kind of want to try some of it to see if like my poop smells weird or something. <laughs> like, oh, I get it, it now. It backfired. Like, backfire, I need to be like. That's delicious. I can't get enough of my own shit now. Get into my coffee. Put it between some graham crackers. Yeah, Yeah. bran muffin and some coffee. I'm all like, I'm ready to go. Let's try this. But yeah, yeah. So that's that's the joke. (laughs) It's like, oh god, dude. Yeah, just hanging out of his mouth like a fucking Cuban cigar, man. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, dogs are dogs. Yes. Dogs. Fair point. Yeah. Agreed. Very wise. Agreed. The outro. What's the word of the day, Alex? Elephant. Cool. <laughs> All right. This has been Dragon Cubs of Zion. With Dragon Sons of Zion. Sons. Yeah, special edition. Special edition. With Greg Kite. Been a pleasure. Wait, wait, wait. Not Doug? <laughs> not Doug. <laughs> Damn it. Greg, not Doug Kite. <laughs> not Doug Kite. Steve, thanks for showing come up to the show. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. problem. Greg. Hey, Greg Larry, Kite. it was an honor. Larry Johnson, everyone. <clears throat> what still, the fuck happened to the jacket? I was bobbing my head and everything. It's not. Oh, yeah, this is, this is a good one. Do you know this artist? No. Oh, come on. What just sounds like, sounds like some good nerd math though, rap, though. Oh, man. This is this is perfect. It's playing with my headphones right now. I'm not hearing it. Yeah. Hey, you got unplugged. Is it working? You, oh, shit. You're 100% unplugged. That's why. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, come on, play. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. Magic music, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time on uh, ISIS Radio. <laughs> Dustin Hagen is not affiliated with ISIS Radio. Uh, this is this is not affiliated in any way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs>